Mario Harris, episode 14. What's up, everybody? This is the Comfy Boys Podcast. I'm Holden. I'm Sergio. Today we got Mario Harris. Mario Harris about to fuck you up with some truth, <laughs> some motivational stuff, keep you inspired, healthy-minded. Uh, Mario, yes, how are you doing today, bud? Yeah, how's doing it going? good, man. How you guys doing? Doing good, doing good. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, sure, anytime. Bro. So usually, like I start off the podcast and I always say like, hey, how do we meet? And I'm trying to think how we met. See, I don't, I don't know, know if I can I think, remember. Bro, I'm pretty sure I know it was at Galloway's, bro. He was at Galloway's or in the flats. That was the first time I that was I remember. Right. If that makes sense. And then then I met your sister and obviously Carrie. And I you know, obviously no one's gonna know who I'm talking about. Or some people <laughs> yeah. aren't gonna know so who I'm talking about. I just met Mario today. So. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so from my understanding, um, not that I thought that, you know, you weren't pretty motivational before, but <laughs> <laughs> you you did make like a lot of changes and like started looking at things like a little bit differently in mm-hmm. life. Right. And like priorities and as well as like how you can help others with, you know, whatever knowledge you have and belief that you feel like got you through whatever you were going through. Yeah. So I know you got like a YouTube channel we might have to put you on blast and like put one on. But if you want to explain first, like what your YouTube channel's about and kind of, you know, sell yourself for a second. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, yeah, you could definitely put something on. You don't put me on the spot. I think everything <laughs> I say is cool. Um, <laughs> for real. But uh, anyway, my YouTube channel, I pretty much started that just because I wanted to inspire people and let people know that when life happened to you, that's, it's all on how you react to it. You know what I'm saying? And, the way you get through it is you got to understand that things just happen and that you're the one in control of it. So then you take control of your own life. Right. So like you're, sense. you're not always in control of what happens to you, but you are in control hundred percent of your own actions and how you react. Yeah, exactly. Cause, um, I mean, I start, I had a pretty good life, bro. You know what I'm saying? I did sports and stuff like that. Stayed out of trouble, went to school and then Well, don't undersell your sports thing and talk past it. <laughs> so so let's 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 stop at the sports part and I'm gonna dive into that. So you were a track star. Nice. Yo, I was a track star and I was a track star for sure. And so you uh you had like a scholarship or something, right? Like I you had f- a full ride scholarship to UW. I could have went to a bunch of other schools too, but my mom had cancer, so I figured I'd stay closer and Ended up working out because my freshman year is when I lost my mom and stuff. So mm-hmm. that kind of like, you know what I'm saying? After that, it was just like, you know what I'm saying? Excuse my language, but no. effort. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, no, I mean. It, like, fuck it, bro. But Yeah, it's pretty open here, so you can curse yeah. if you want. Um, oh, cool. We do like, I mean, if we were interviewing somebody or doing a podcast with somebody that didn't like want us to, yeah. like a church group, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which I don't see that <laughs> I doubt, happening. Yeah, I doubt that. No offense to yeah. other church groups out there, but uh, yeah, I just don't see us being the platform yeah. for you. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, no, no, I just, we the whole cussing thing, like that's just me like expressing myself. Like right. when I'm passionate about something, that's how I right. feel. Right, I'm the same mm-hmm. way. And that like, I'm pretty sure they've done like research into saying like people with higher IQs cuss usually lot. cuss a lot. Yeah. Yep. They, yep. Like their just vocabulary is so much larger than somebody that's like constantly like worried about finding a different word yep. <laughs> to and express I, themselves. That's exactly bro. Like they just words, like cuss words. We all put the meaning to whatever it means. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So, uh, yeah. So you've, you, you did the, the track thing. What happened? What stopped it? 
I ended up, okay, so I don't know if very many people know this. I ended up getting behind in school. You know what I'm saying? My grades started dropping. Once my mom died, I started drinking a mm, lot more right. and stuff like that. And that's like real life. Like right. that really right. happened to people. And so I was uh, playing in a rec league in Laramie. Like a rec league, like a rec basketball? League basketball, because okay. I was a basketball player, and obviously right. I wanted to hoop. So Yeah, I mean, you don't jump that high, but. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I had a game one night. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you play it. Oh, anyway, I had a game that night, and I ended up going and playing, and, and my buddy was like, bro, you should probably just study, and I was supposed to study, and it ended up tearing my patella tendon, bro. Oh, wow. Coach was like, it's a wrap. Like, scholarship they didn't even give me time to recover none of that so dang what year was this like when you're 2011 2012 what uh like what year of college like sophomore okay i was a junior yeah yeah i had a i was gonna make the olympics 200 time was good enough to make the olympic trials and stuff so you know what i'm saying i was pretty set up but and then that happened so that was Mm -hmm. like how old are you now 31 so you think that the Olympics is out of reach for you still? Nah, never. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once that's you start getting like towards forty and stuff, yeah, but, right. But thirty, thirty-one, and all that, bro, that's like the prime of life. That's when like, you're like a grown man, right? Feel like, so in with my the, opinion, with the dedication and the things that, like, obviously, some of the things that we're going to talk about today, I feel like, or have you ever thought about implementing some of those things into getting back into the Olympics or yeah, in I the race know, for it? I know the time that it takes. And I know, it takes a lot. I know yeah. the energy yeah. that it takes. Right. I don't know if I'd even be able to do that. Especially, I just had a baby girl. I know. Yeah, girl congratulations. I've right seen that. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> so that's cool. And it that that made me feel more alive. You know what I'm saying? Because now I, I feel things now. You know what I'm saying? As far mm-hmm. as you have something to live and, for and stuff know, like that. Stuff like that gave me a different uh, type of purpose. And my dad actually died uh, last year in March. Wow. And then I found out she was, I was going to have a baby on his birthday in August. So that was straight. Oh, wow. That's rough. So it would just take a lot of time. I mean, obviously, yeah, I feel like I could do that. I know I could do it. You I think you could. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, you facts. don't look your age at all. Right. Like, oh, yeah, you don't bro. even got bat wings. <laughs> and I, I've always known you as being, like, the type of dude that smiles a lot, right? Yeah. And, like, laughs. Yeah. And you have no wrinkles from that. <laughs> it's like, you can't, man. When you're happy, bro. You're I'm just, just saying, where'd you find the holy grail? And can I get some? <laughs> life bro that's true <laughs> fall in love with it for sure for sure fall in love with it i mean i don't have kids myself um that are my own by by birth mm-hmm. you know dna but i do know the feeling of like yeah wow like your perspective your perspective changes like when mm-hmm. you know little mm-hmm. ones come into your life so i and that's in my point of view and it's not blood right so yeah. i can only assume what that could implement for somebody who actually had bro you know me you i dated women with kids and stuff so right right i've always been around them and it was cool it was different like i made relationship with them but it's not even so comparable it, it's not even comparable mm-hmm. and uh it's like um yeah bro you can't compare it to yeah you nice. can't compare it at all but that is that's different though you stepping in and doing that bro that's super cool right well i appreciate that Talk. Uh, let's let's check out this YouTube channel. Yeah, let's, what's your YouTube? Uh, it's just Unicorn Chaser Twenty Three. Unicorn Chaser Twenty Three. Yeah. Unicorn Chaser Twenty Three. I know you ain't that white, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the human nature. Y'all play that. That's the most recent one. This one? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So we'll we'll put on a little bit of this. Um I kinda wanna see I like this education one. Let's get into that after. But yeah, okay, let's do the human nature one. We can do all of them. 
what up? What up? What up? What up? Uh, I just got up, man, and uh, you know I'm up chasing them unicorns, and, and unicorns for me, man, that's that's basically my religion. I basically made up my own god, like everybody else. I made up my own morals and my own ideologies and and uh, my own rules to live by. And so when I say chasing unicorns, that's what that means. And and if you're a part of that, then that just means you got your own rules, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not trying to deface God or whatever everybody will believe in. I'm just saying, like you we can create our own heaven, hell, gods, goddesses, you know what I'm saying, and things like that. So that's what I'm kinda doing with the chasing unicorn thing. And I woke up this morning on my shit. So uh I wanted to talk to you about a little bit about human nature. Whatever you going through in life, uh feelings, emotions, all that shit is human nature, bro. None of this shit is foreign to us. All this shit is supposed to happen. You know what I'm saying? Everything's natural. Uh, sadness, pain, struggle, anger, happiness. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Irritation. All those things are human nature. We're supposed to experience all those things, but we're not supposed to be those things. So stop speaking in, in third person when you say sadness. You know what I'm saying? Don't say I'm sad. You know what I'm saying? You don't even have to, you don't have to say things out loud anymore. Just feel them. If you're sad, just feel that. But don't speak it because then you become uh, resonated in that energy. So then you're in that energy field uh, of sadness and you can't get out of it. And you're wondering what's going on. It's because you keep speaking yourself into a downward spiral, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to bro. You got to roll with the punches. Nothing in life is going to be great 100% of the time ever in life, bro. You're going to be up one minute. You're going to be down. You're going to be up one minute. You're going to be down. You're going to be up one minute. You're going to be down. But the people that, that learn how to control their emotions and, and learn how to uh, ride the wave and go with the energy, bro, you're, even though your situation changed, you don't. You know what I'm saying? In, in, inside, you're still at peace. So I have, I have issues like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? I have problems that arise and, and things that are supposed to stress me out just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? I can be running around and, and, and screaming this and that and you know what I'm saying I can't believe this happened and this happened to me and this but no I don't I don't live like that I take it I eat it and I run with it you know what I'm saying and I'm on to the next so my life is always smooth in that sense it's not smooth as stuff don't happen to me it's smooth as I control my own you know what I'm saying my own reality my own emotions and my own reactions if I want to react to something I'll react to it but then again that's me I'm also aware of what I'm reacting to, why I'm reacting to it, and how I'm reacting to it. I choose that. I choose all of that, just like you. You can choose all of that. I just posted a memory that I said on Facebook. <clears throat> I said, being healed is a choice. You know what I'm saying? And being broken is a choice. And that's that's the truest shit you're going to read. All 2021. <laughs> that's the truest shit you're going to read, bro. Being broken is a choice. Being healed is a choice as, uh, as well, man. It's all about a thought. It's a thought. So it's, uh, it's just a thought, bro. Life is that simple. So I don't want to take a whole lot of time in just playing that. Right. Just yeah. playing videos. Yeah. So from what we heard, and it does, I mean, I, I guess kind of, did we talk about this before we started the podcast? No, it was during. Um, where it's like, yeah, you, you have a choice to either let, like, submit yourself into pain and, like, being depressed and, like, Instead of ex like not accepting and like trying to figure out how you can surpass like these feelings that you're going through, how do I change 
tomorrow from today? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I change next week from last week or next yep. month from last month? Like, yep. and I think like a lot of people, including myself, <clears throat> I don't know about you, Sergio, mm-hmm. but like sometimes it can get easy to fall under complacency with like your feelings, yeah. especially when those feelings um, aren't are necess- They're like random, but they're also common. Mm-hmm. Like, because even sometimes through my day, I'll be like, I kind of feel like shit today. And I don't know why, mm-hmm. but I just feel like shit. And then like, sometimes I get stuck in that and I'm like, okay, well, fuck it then. Like, I'll just feel like this. It's okay. Like, and then like the next day, because I didn't do anything to try and like get past it. I just stayed in it, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. like, and that's why I feel like me as being less involved in my emotion at the time as to where like getting in conversations with people about them and like that's a good way to identify them but like Sergio I know is guilty of this he will stew in his emotion (laughs) and bottle it up and he won't say anything he won't say anything yeah sometimes I just eat it forever does it eat at you too bro like then sometimes and then I forget then it's gone (laughs) but well if somebody is it really ever gone though well, is it really ever gone or do we does does our emotional setting apply triggers? And so if you don't hit those triggers again, maybe that trigger doesn't happen until a year or two years or five years down the road. Mm-hmm. But like at some point, I feel like there's a trigger. Yeah, there, there always is. Trigger. And it comes back. Yeah. Right. So like depression, when you break up with mm-hmm. somebody and like you hit that trigger, you don't have it. Let's say you date this person for a year or two years or whatever. Like you don't experience that trigger again until you break up and then boom, depressed. Mm. And then like, I know that I've found myself like, how do I get back to how I was when I was with that person, but do it when I'm not with this person. Like Mm -hmm. you fall reliant on somebody else to make you happy instead of figuring out like, I need to do shit that makes me happy too. Right. Like, and then even like a problem with that is like, even if you're in a relationship where you do things that make you happy with that person, you're still trying to make yourself happy. Sometimes without that person, those things that make you happy just make you feel less worse. happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just make you feel worse. Yep. So like, uh, let, let's even sh- talk on that. Like, I mean, I'm sure, you know, I know somebody you were in a, a long relationship with and I'm assuming there's probably some triggers there. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. We don't um, have to say names, but mm-hmm. you're right. Uh, like, it, how do you, how do you, what's your advice for people to get over like triggers like that? And you just got to acknowledge them. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you go through something so much, there's certain things that you do, like you said, that trigger it. So if you acknowledge that and you know that's what's happening, it's just like I said, life is all reaction, bro. Every, mm-hmm. when you wake up in the morning, you have to, you decide on, if you wake up in a bad mood, are you going to stay in a bad mood or, or are you going to, you know what I'm saying, try to change your tune and think about something else? Right, right. Change you your have mind, to be, basically. You have to be uh, truthful to yourself and, and acknowledge that you're going through all this stuff and and just be real with yourself. That's yeah. that's the main thing. And I you got to talk to people, Sergio. <laughs> yeah. hey, but mostly people get depressed and, and sad about breakups and stuff because you you don't want to be alone and you don't want to be alone because you still have things you haven't dealt with by yourself. Mm-hmm. And then when you get by yourself, you just think about these things. So, but when you with other people, bro, you don't have to think about that. Mm-hmm. Right. right. You know what I mean? So it, it all comes down to if you could be alone and if you can get those things figured out and then be able to be with somebody else without having your issues. And then you would have less issues with right. the person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, and then like even off of like a relationship, 
Um, no, let, let's even talk about like, let's say for instance, your situation where you had these goals to go, you know, to school, you had a full ride and then you blew your knee out. Like, how did you handle that? Like, what, what did you do to overcome that? And I got a tattoo on my face, bro. (laughs) 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 Nah, bro, I went through a period of time, bro. You, you see me in the flash and stuff, bro. That wasn't me. I went through a period of time to where I was just... I destroyed my life, you know what I mean? Because I felt like my life was over, so I didn't know what to do, if that makes sense. So I was confused. So when that happened, I completely destroyed my life, and then it was just one moment where I just woke up, and I was like, this ain't it. You know what I mean? Like, I can't keep wondering what would have happened if I wouldn't have never got hurt or if I wouldn't have never went and played ball because that's a wrap. It's over. It's It's over, yeah. You You know what I mean? If it was something that you still had that top passion for you know like if you had the time to do it or it was something that i do feel like you would 100 percent achieve that and go for it if you had that same passion yep i do for coaching for i want to start a um okay. a athletic gym here in casper bro called the leviticus rambler athletic gym i don't know why i picked the lrac <laughs> or where that came from <laughs> but um that's what i want to do and that do give me passion i coached for a couple of years fifth fourth grade and what did like you that. coach uh, Pine View and no, uh, like what uh, sports or basketball. whatever. Basketball. Okay. You know, basketball. I tracked. I did track because I was super good at it. Like mm-hmm. that was just natural to me. Right. Like, I, I could just run. But basketball, I fell in love with it. So I'd rather coach basketball, and that's what I'm end up doing. For sure. But I want to do all around stuff. So a little bit of everything you know, nice. for the kids, though. For sure. So there's another guy, and um, I just played this for somebody. Um, I think it was a couple days ago. Uh, but it's like a retired lieutenant in the military, and he's got this his retirement speech that he gives. You should pull that up, Serge. Yeah, just tell him to search. Uh, just search uh, may, uh, retired lieutenant speech uh, making your bed. I heard that before, too. This guy? Yeah. Like, if you want to change it, like, you got the first thing you got to do is when you get up, make your bed. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Start day if you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. If Everyone you make your laughs. bed every morning, like it's funny. you will have accomplished the first task of the day. It will give you a small sense of pride, and it will encourage you to do another task, and another, and another. And by the end of the day, that one task completed will have turned into many tasks completed. Making your bed will also reinforce the fact that the little things in life matter. If you can't do the little things right, you'll never be able to do the big things right. And if by chance you have a miserable day, you will come home to a bed that is made. That you made. And a made bed gives you encouragement that tomorrow will be better. To pass SEAL training, there are a series of long swims that must be completed. One is the night swim. Before the swim, the instructors joyfully briefed the students on all the species of sharks. Hey, but they do got some crazy training, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, for real, man! Like, some crazy training. I mean, the like they try and make you give up. Yeah, but then they for also the try seals. and they also try and push you to that limit where it's like you let go of the steering wheel. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how they they like they break you that way. Mm-hmm. So um, I know. That when I went to Teen Challenge, they I I'd ran I ran away um, with two other kids. Well, and thinking back on it, it's like kind of savage. One kid was <laughs> like dragging ass, 
So we left him. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, yo, man, ya. like, if you can't survive on the fittest, <laughs> you can't keep up, like, uh-huh. we got to leave you, you know? And that was just at 16 years old, you know, where our mindset is. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And so, um, anyway, so we ended up getting caught, long story short. And uh, they uh, PT'd me. And for anybody who doesn't know what that is, they give you the physical training. Mm-hmm. Um, and they smoked us. And... Uh, which I would say was abusive, uh, at the very least. But at this time, what's, you know, that's just kind of how those programs were. If not even still to this day, I'm sure there are some pretty shady programs out there that like do that. Uh, and I'm not saying that all teen challenges are bad. Um, I'm not even necessarily the saying the teen challenge that I went to was bad. I think the, the, um, the idea of it is, is good you know, to try and instill change and like, um, like a constant in kids' lives and stuff like that and discipline and, and accountability. I just, you know, had some bad staff members. And, um, so anyway, that we got caught and they smoked us, uh, for about 10 hours, um, running pushups when I couldn't do the pushups, they would drag me uh, and like hold me underwater and drag me through shell rock, like throw Damn. me around. Um, we had these like ditches cause it was in orange groves. Uh, when I would like go to get up out, they would make me jump in, swim to the end, which was only like six feet. So I would try and jump as f- close to it, you know, and then a small swim back. But there's like water moccasins in there, like snapping turtles, alligator gar, like shit that can fucking kill you or like take a limb off, you yeah. know? And so, uh, like I would climb up and then as soon as I would climb up, like there's no rest. They just shove just you both going. hands. They'd shove <clears throat> you. They'd shove, shove me in. And then they would be like, okay, run to the, the pond at the end of the property. And the property was probably about a half mile long. And they would say, run as fast as you can after smoking me for hours and hours, run as fast as you can. But if you don't make it, we're going to tackle you. And so like growing up, like, I'm kind of like a, uh, an aggressive person. Like I'm not scared to defend myself or like, you know, whatever. So then like I would get to a point where I'm like, this shit ain't right. And then like I would start to fight back and then they would just beat me up until I submitted. Mm-hmm. And then I would keep getting smoked. And so I can say like after afterwards, like I had talked with these kids and like, um, they were like, yo man, like we're sorry that like we had to do that, but like they made us do it. Like, if we didn't do that, then we would have been with you, mm-hmm. and we don't want to be with you. And it's yeah. kind of like that same. And so I thought about it in bed that night, and I was like, you know, that makes sense because survival of the fittest. And, like, they've been in this program for however long, and, like, they're not going to let me. They're not going to, like, ruin their program and get smoked because of me mm-hmm. running yeah. away. Like, that was my choice. And also, like, I decided to leave that kid. It's kind of like the same idea. But I just, I remember them saying, like, we don't know how the hell you did that, like, for that long. And they're like, how? How did you do that? And I just told them, I was like, I remember just, like, letting go. And then everything just kept going after that. Like, I wasn't tired anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't feel tired. I didn't feel my breath. Like, you guys had just pushed me so far that, like, my life was at jeopardy. And my body like kicked into this different gear and I've never hit the gear 
again. <laughs> ever again. <laughs> I tried like it, like I tried to run a mile for the prison back in the day. Like I wasn't in prison. I was, <laughs> he was just running from the cops, and it was a mile long. No, I applied at a prison, and one of the 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 test things is that you have to uh, requirement. You have to run it in a certain time. And I remember running it and I'm like, just thinking like, why can't I get to that point? Like, I just want to flip the switch like Vampire Diaries style. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, yeah, I, I kind of forget where we were going with that. But like, um, as far as like the intensity of like a switch, like, oh, yeah, just the seals. To let go. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about the seals. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you just got like, they push people to that point. I, I would assume it's less them. physical. But, like, whatever they do, some people can hit that switch, and it's a lot sooner. Some people take longer. Mm-hmm. But then, like, once you flip that switch and that shit's happening to you every day, I, I, I would assume you learn how to control that switch. Right. Because like, those are, like, high-risk operations that they're right. going to be in and stuff like that. And right. And you just and, – and, like, I felt no emotion anymore. Like, I didn't care that they were beating me up. I didn't get mad anymore. Like, like I didn't try and fight back. I just let them do whatever they, whatever they wanted to do. And then I just finished and Mm -hmm. that was it. Just go on autopilot. Mm -hmm. Straight autopilot, dude. No emotion, no nothing. And I've seen that. That's what happens to those guys too. Yeah. Well, they tried, they have goals or whatever to get this many people out. Like the first hour, the first day, whenever they do their, uh, butts training. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, what is what they talk about it on Joe Rogan's podcast where he says like your body gives up at like thirty percent. Do you remember what they talk about? Um, they were talking about running. That could be. It'd be so hard to to find something. I would. I would say just look up on Google. Um, body. Yeah, Joe Rogan. Body gives up at blank percent. keep going down it's you watch a lot of joe rogan i do um yeah i can't see it in here yeah no it's gonna it. take a lot of digging 40 percent <clears throat> of your true capability it's right there uh this one can do anything without or much your brain and oh, body right once here. connected together you can do anything it's a david goggins one well and he got it from somebody else but it's like yeah you you give up at whatever percent but you have so much more like if you can Get past that, like, your body telling you to give up. That limit. Yeah. It says, yeah, David Goggins is a retired Navy SEAL. It's uh, complete over 60 uh, ultra marathons, triathlons, ultra triathlons, and setting new course records. He used to be fat. That's why he became a Navy SEAL. He used to be fat? Like, super fat. Look, they showing them pictures and stuff. Jesus. So you know this guy? You've heard of him before? Anybody motivational, I pretty much, like, I do because that's what I fill my mind with. So I don't really study them, but I definitely listen to their different ideas and things. Have like you that. Mm-hmm. have you listened to any of like Kevin Hart stuff? Yep, I listen to all uh, Jim Carrey the most because Jim Carrey, Jim he, Carrey, like you. yeah, Jim Carrey. He's know. got motivational stuff. Yeah, he got Jim Carrey got a lot of motivational stuff. I mean, I've seen his like take on the whole um, uh, things not being like alternate reality of your mind. Like living somewhere else. Yeah. 
I mean, crazy. That's, who's to say whatever but, anybody believes isn't real? So well, there's a know. dissection on YouTube somewhere. We don't have to watch it. I don't. I don't really care. I think I can explain it. But there's like he they the news and the media blew it up like all this stuff that Jim Carrey had said and like how crazy is he right now and blah blah blah. And then this guy who's like a motivational speaker on YouTube mm-hmm. breaks it down. And explains, like, this is what Jim Carrey meant. And, like, if you go beyond, like, what you hear and what the media is, like, making you think Mm -hmm. and you, like, really pay attention to what he says, this is what he says. And he's actually making more sense than, like, anybody is giving him credit for. Like, he doesn't mean it to be crazy. It just comes off crazy because he's not saying it the way everyone wants it to be said virtually. It's like he's saying it from his own mind. But, like, dissecting it, it's not insane. You know, anybody who speak for themselves, they're going to say crazy. Even like schizophrenic people. Like I, I do understand like some of that is like a, a, a mental illness and stuff. But for the most part, like just because you don't understand what they're talking about or what they're going through don't mean that it's not real. Right. Well, some of his ex-wives said that he's like a freak leak in bed. Who's? They were saying he's into some weird shit. Jim Carrey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were saying they used to make he used to make them do all kinds of weird shit. I'm I sure bet he did, bro. Meow. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> that he did make them meow. Um, all right, so uh, let's go back to his, and why don't we just what what's one that you want to talk about specifically? Um. Or we could keep going on human nature if you want to just like get into like more of a talk and you can just kind of. We can watch. Uh, we all going to die. Well, I would rather have you say it <laughs> yeah, than, than just watch it. Oh. Okay, so let's talk about we are all going to die. Let's hear that. Let's no, no, not hear it from you. I want to hear it from <laughs> okay. you. Oh, you want my take on we are all going to die? Like, yeah, well, because you already know what you said because you said it. Yep. Like and you might not be able to hit every knot like every what, note. Yeah. What are the what are those dots called? Bullet points. Bullet point. You yeah. might not be able to hit every oh, yeah. bullet point, but you'll you'll get the point across. Basically, the concept is, like I say, everything that happened, bro. Like, not that it doesn't matter, or it's how you react to it. It's it's not real, if that makes sense. Because one day we all gonna die, bro. We all gonna be we gonna be done. You gonna be gone. You gonna right. be gone. I'm gonna be gone. So whatever we go through, it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, once we leave this earth, bro, you think we're gonna be wherever we at? Worried about what was going on here, or what holding thought of me, or what you know? what I'm saying right. Sergio think of holding and things like that. Not gonna well, happen. Well, yeah. who knows, man? Like, I mean, I don't know what I believe in. Me either. I no, hope. <laughs> I hope for the best that, uh-huh. like, you know, I don't just. Poof. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just all black and like uh-huh. there's no there's no purpose after death. You know, that's what I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that you just close your eyes, bro, and then you're just there. And it's you know over. I, mean? I don't think there's, that's how it works. There's too much w- weird brain activity um in, in like science right now that's like all the stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. Like the DMT trigger in your brain where it creates DMT to help you like deal with Die. Death, yeah. Because they say that's the last chemical that's released when you die, right? Right. In your brain. I don't, yeah. DMT. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's DMT. It's like shit that makes you feel high and like see shit. Orc and stuff. It yeah. don't do it any other time in your mind. That's why people do that to trip hard. Right. And well, uh, and Joe Rogan talks about it. And like, where they start talking about pretty like much dying, bro. different fucking. Well, they talk about like different fucking realities that they believe that there's like an actual different reality that we are not in 
there's like a fourth Bro, and a fifth dimension. Where do dreams come from? You ever had a dream where you absolutely knew nobody or nothing in that dream, bro? You never seen none of that in your life. So it's like, where does that come from? Dude, I I, I don't know. But I can say that like I have, I, I wrote a book or started writing a book. I never finished it. The computer like broke. And I tried to find it to get it fixed. But like I, I, I was talking with somebody about this the other day where I was mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, like. I I have these dreams. Like I have enough weird dreams. I like used to write. Like I was writing a story. I should just keep doing that. Cause like there's even though some of the dream doesn't make sense, I have mm-hmm. like a creative enough mind where I could just kind of go off keep with going. it and then like keep going with the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. and writing it on. And uh, so I told them the basic uh, the basis of the book and like what it was about and what like my ending um, was gonna be. Mm-hmm. And they were like. That sounds pretty fucking interesting. Like I would read that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I, some people don't dream that well. I, I, don't, I don't remember most of my dreams. I remember tons of them. I've had tons of um, what do they call those dreams? Lucid dreams. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. had I've had Inception dreams before. Um, Inception dreams are trippy. What do you mean? Like <laughs> your Inception. Ince- you're a awake, dream wake, within right? a dream. It's a dream within a dream. Well, that's so you. Isn't that just lucid dreaming? No, lucid dreaming, I believe, is... Uh, or you can control it, but... You can control it. You're aware that you're dreaming, and you can control things in your dream. So right. that's like a lucid dream. An inception dream is a dream within a dream. So but you pretty much, when you go to sleep, you, you can have dream, both. And then you wake up in another dream without waking up. Mm-hmm. That makes oh, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah, so it's like... I think I've you think you wake I've been out, in those before. Yeah. You think you're, you're waking up, and then it's like... Shit, I'm not waking up. I'm still dreaming. Still yeah. And that's being aware of that would be a lucid inception dream. So, right. which I've had those. I've had, and and I guess not a lot of people have. You should look up a percentage on Google on like what percentage of people have lucid dreams or inception dreams. Um says that roughly 55% of, of adults have experienced at least one lucid dream during their lifetime. And then 23% experience it at least once per month. So. I wouldn't say once a month for me. At least. And I don't remember every dream. Yeah. Um, but I would say probably about 70% of my dreams I remember. And then a lucid dream maybe like once every three months. Mm-hmm. Two months. I, I had a weird one today where like. I knew I was dreaming. I was like, I was like over it. But then I was like on the brink of like halfway awake and still in my dream. So I could hear everything that was going on around me. You couldn't move. I, I, yeah, I couldn't move. But then I was like still in the dream because I wanted to play it through. Cause I'm like, this is dope. <laughs> and then you just froze. <laughs> yeah, this is dope. Just, I don't want to be woke up. Yeah. Like, and you just lagged out and it was over. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even know what that's called. I know there's probably like a reason for it or, so there's or a so name. Many, yeah, so many terms. <clears throat> well, and there's those like dream uh, dictionaries. Oh, like, so is it can, like whatever happens in your dream, this is what it means? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So you can look up, let's say you dreamed about a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's you know for whatever reason like these group of people that like 
come up with the meaning of like, okay, well, if you dream about a unicorn, it means this, that you maybe are chasing something that's unreal in life, like a goal that's not reachable or that you feel isn't reachable, like stuff like that. Like that's Mm -hmm. how they kind of do that. Yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah, it says uh, unicorns and dreams often symbolize innocence and purity. Yeah, see, now now I'm like, I'm completely off. See, for (laughs) me, it's like when I see this, for when I see a unicorn, that just means I'm going in the right direction. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I might be having a bad day. Like, I might not be showing it or whatever, but I might be having a bad day. I might be a little off. But then if I see a unicorn, I know it sounds weird, but it's like, all right, cool. Like, everything's straight. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, sure. I'm, I'm still in, it's just, uh, I'm in the right it's direction. Yep. I think I figured it's out what anchor. your next tattoo is going to be. Hopefully it's not on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Are you done be. doing tattoos on a your unicorn. face? I shouldn't have never did this one. Yeah, I'm done with tattoos on my face. Is that the... So the whole thing was just one? Yep, it's just one. I got a... Uh, it says in God we trust on the top. Uh, people just think it's the cross because right, it's like the biggest see. focal yeah. point, but... I got two above my eyebrows, but one above each eyebrow. Mm. Um, and most of my tattoos are really crosses. I got this cross right here, and then I got the cross right here with the praying hands, and then obviously this. Right. Mm. Those are the only tattoos I got. Have you thought about, like, maybe removing this one, or are you going to leave Yeah, it? I asked, there's a place in town, uh, Sterling Skincare, and she says she can get it done without having the, uh, the scarring and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because right. that was my main thing. Like, I'd rather have this than go somewhere and have a scar. On right, my head, for so. sure. If she can do it that way, then yeah, for sure. Yeah, that would be crazy. So, uh, without getting too much on topic or off topic, let's go back to it. We could go whatever. <laughs> yeah, we could do whatever. Um, now we're now we're talking about dreams and shit. Chaser. Mm-hmm. Sergio yeah, so got the fat know. fingers when he types. Yeah. So what about the? Uh, Okay, let's see. We living in hell, and they all control it. Who's who's they? Well, nobody know who they is, bro. You know what I mean? Oh, but yeah. it's just Heavy. the people that control, bro. The, like DJ the Khaled and day. shit like that, bro. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I do believe that. I don't believe that they're like aliens and demons. Some people do believe that the that the people, the government, President Biden, and stuff like that, are aliens, stuff like that. Oh, but I, they no. do control everything that we do, everything that we see, bro. Everything that we buy. Think about it. You know what I mean? And that's pretty much yeah. the hell in itself. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. the whole like point of marketing. True. And the phone listening to you and like and then it like does. shit starts <laughs> popping up on your phone. Has that ever happened to you? It happens all the time. Yeah, no, it so, like you start talking about the new LeBrons that are coming out or like the, you know, <laughs> I know, so, yeah, my ads my ads it, are gonna change. Like, like, what? Oh, oh, look at the new LeBrons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's what they look like. Yep, Someone's it, looking out. That's how they but you even though they listen, bro, that's still for me, like that's still control. Like we still not, we don't have control over our lives, basically, for the most part. You are angled to feel and do certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like the new the news and the media um, really control a lot of people's happiness and yep. kind of tell people how to feel. Um, like the cancel culture. Like mm-hmm. when they cancel people, like we're telling you that they should be canceled because they did this and they did that. I could tell you, like. Like you did that shit, same shit too. There are some canceled people that were canceled that I like look back and I like read what happened. And I'm like, how in the fuck did they get that out of that? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> They're just trying to, yeah. well, they need to sell a story. That's the main thing. Well, and I think that like I already have it committed into my mind. Like, okay, when I read this article, I'm going to read it, but then I'm going to dissect it myself. I'm not going to read it the way they want me to read it. I'm not yep. going to interpret it the way that they, they word it 
for me to read it. I'm really yeah. going to like take some time and think about what I'm reading gotcha. like when I'm done. And so like that's where I've came to the conclusion like how does this dude deserve to be canceled for that? Yeah. Like half the time I don't even read that. I don't even read the news or anything. I'm I'm very disconnected. No, nope, cuz there's nothing good on there. Yeah. Well, like people in my office like they come to me is like, "Hey, did you hear what's going on in the world blah blah?" I was like, I'm sorry, I don't. No. <laughs> I know that this game happened last night. We could talk about that, but I, I don't know about what's Rest going on. Abs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You watch hockey? Yeah. We're avid. We're as fans. So it's like it was sad. Die hard. Like die hard. Sad. <laughs> it was sad. Sad. You ever been to the Avs game? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my my uncle used to own um like all the Popeyes chicken and Church's chickens, um in the Denver metro area. And so with that, when they built the new Pepsi Center, um, at the time it was Pepsi Center. And just so like, mm, so everyone arena. knows, Ball Arena is still owned by Pepsi. Um, it, well, it's just ball, a cronky. Ball, what the hell is Ball you Arena? Just, you just interrupted my perfect explanation. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no. Ball Arena is, is what they renamed Pepsi Center. Oh. Right. So it's not Pepsi Center anymore. But uh, Ball is just a sub-company of Pepsi. That recycles cans and like uses the aluminum and stuff. And Pepsi still owns it, which is why it's a ball. Because if you look at the Pepsi symbol, it's a it's a fucking ball. That's funny. So it's not owned by Lavar Ball. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that motherfucker no, can't afford it. He can't afford it. I don't care. But yeah, it's still owned by Pepsi. Yeah, I can't remember what um where Ball comes from. It's the name of the 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 company. For and it's it's still oh, ball, based, like a, the I think ball like of ball, the Pepsi can. It's the ball of the Pepsi can. I think there's a thing called like ball aerospace and stuff like that too. I mean, unless they're using like aluminum in their like space things. Let's look it up. Um, but yeah, you, you talk yeah, about seat cans, jacket. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's all metal containers. Yeah, packaging. Yeah, but it's owned by. By Pepsi in a hole. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, look. Just I, get, I just got to read like hell hard, but I, I don't want to. Just you could Google <laughs> is is Ball owned by Pepsi? There you is go. Ball Corporation owned by Pepsi? Because now we get on this. Uh, sorry about that. The dead space here. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, we could. Five companies owned by Pepsi. Six million cans a day fly. Yeah. Coke See, that, I don't know. Anyways, Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So hold on. What's 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 your take on life, bro? What uh, do you think about well, life and how I, you should live, basically, because it's all just opinionated anyway. Well, I don't know if like you knew this. Um, that my sister had passed away like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so growing up, um, my my sister, because I didn't have like a stepmom and I had my mom, but my mom lived, you know, far away. And even though we kept in contact like through phone phone calls a lot and like I would go up there for a couple of weeks out of the summer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister was more of like a constant motherly figure in my life because she was so much older than I was. She's like 12 years older. Um, so obviously like when I'm nine and she's 12 years, you know, she's just an adult figure in my life. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
like after experiencing that, um, I, it was the weirdest thing because it was the first time that I had ever like really had something to be legitimately sad about that was completely unselfish. Like, I don't feel like you can be, some people can be selfish about death. Um, but some people use it for personal gain. Some, too. yeah, <laughs> some people use it for personal gain. Like, I get that. Um, but I, I felt like, um, I didn't, I, I was so sad that I was mad. Mm-hmm. Like, and I remember like being in, um, a brewery with my dad and my cousin. And I just remember experiencing like a lot of hate and guilt and, and I, I didn't feel sad and mm-hmm. I didn't feel sad for anyone else. Mm-hmm. Like I was just mad. I was mad. I was mad for other people. I was mad about the situation and like, why, why her, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But sad, I, w- I just wasn't. And it was, it was pretty strange to me. And I don't know if anybody, you know, how they say everybody kind of deals with things their own way. And I guess in a sense, that's just kind of how I dealt with it. But I didn't feel like it was, it was uh, necessarily a very productive way to handle it. Because I really did like just kind of want to destroy shit around me. Yeah, mm-hmm. just internalized rage mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. yeah. Well, so somebody had suggested like, well, you should go to one of those um, rage rooms and like do that. And I, I just remembered thinking like, no, because mentally in my mind, I know there's no re- like there's no repercussion. So yeah. I guess like at whatever point, like if I would have let it blow up, like it, it would have been. I, I guess I kind of felt like I needed to self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did that, did that change your idea of what you thought about life before your sister passed, if that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Or did, did you still kind of have the same idea that you have now? Um, no, it changed a lot of things. Uh, I would say the most important one for me is like, don't hold grudges. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like really personal to share on the podcast, but I'm like completely okay with it because I don't hold back. But so that uh, the year before my sister passed away, it was like Christmas or something, and I had went over to my mom's for the like the Christmas dinner and whatever else. Well, <clears throat> I forget why I was having like a bad day. That that's not even relevant. But I was I was having a bad day, and I was kind of I was in my knee brace, and I remember. Like, that was even really weird for me. Um, That's probably why I was in a shitty mood. Because there was lots of times where I was in a shitty mood. Because I couldn't really walk around. Um, I I had trouble putting on underwear. Like, I was kind of forced to... Bro, you remember I was in the same boat. Right, the same, yeah. And I just kind of felt useless. Um, And so I was like talking about something and my brother-in-law like started trying to make me yeah, like he's poking fun at me and like giving me shit and I just had a bad attitude about it and I didn't want to hear it and then like I had said like oh well do it again and like I don't care if my knees fucked up or not like I'll get up and I'll, I'll you know mm-hmm. smack the shit out of you like I don't care <laughs> <laughs> well my brother-in-law being my brother-in-law as well as me probably being me, like he got, he kept poking the bear, you know? And so I lost my temper and him and I got in each other's face and there was some pushing and whatever else. And then, you know, my, all my family was like advocating for us to not like be physical. And that would be really shitty if I had hurt my knee again and had to go back to surgery and blah, blah, blah. So my sister ended up, I took a swing at him and I, she was kind of like in the middle and then I think I like Mm -hmm. clipped her. 
or whatever else. And I, which I don't think she was like super up. Like, obviously she was upset that mm-hmm. she was, you know, but it's like my brother-in-law and I were kind of like, well, don't get in the middle of a fight then. You know, like yeah. that's why you don't get in the middle of fights. Like sometimes you just got to let people get it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get why people were stepping in anyway. So um, like two weeks after that, my brother and my, my brother-in-law and I talked again and we were like, oh yeah, like my bad. Like that was stupid. You know, he was like, that was stupid. I should have just left you alone. And I kept poking at you and you know, whatever else. And then I apologized, you know, for having a shitty attitude and whatever, you know, this and that. Well, my sister and I didn't talk. And that was the last encounter that I had with her. Mm. And so, um, like I, I never got a chance to like have a relationship with her again after that, even though we were fine, I'm sure, but it would have just taken a phone call from either one of us to talk and, we probably wouldn't even have had to talk about that just to talk about anything. And like, we just, we didn't. And so, um, the lesson I learned from that is like, you know, you can't hold grudges with people that you care about. Obviously I don't think, you know, there's some, I wouldn't wish hate on people or like any kind of thing like that. But like if somebody that I don't like something happens to them and like, I don't have an emotional connection to them. It's not really going to be that big of a deal. Like yeah, I, I'll right. say, Oh yeah, I feel bad for their family. I, I know what that feels like, blah, blah, blah. But like, I'm not going to lose sleep. Yeah. Um, but that's why I, why I learned like if it's anybody in per, that you have personal relationships that you have love for, whether it be best friends, friends, um, cousins, family, like any kind of family, like, do not bear bad blood, like do everything you can to forgive. And if they decide to hold on to the hate, then it's now on them. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's just kind of how I feel. I, then that has changed for me because I used to be really strong headed before. Like, fuck everybody yeah, else. Like, true. cool. Like you don't like me. Fuck you too. Then uh-huh. like, I don't care. Even though I know deep down inside when I'm like, fuck you. I'm like, I still got love for that person. Like, <laughs> yeah, regardless, yeah. like, you know, I'm just being stubborn headed and they're being stubborn headed or like whatever. Um, so yeah, uh, that, that is definitely what changed and, and don't ever leave mad at somebody. Mm-hmm. Cause like, even then when we got the call about my sister, it was so unexpected. Like we didn't know, like mm-hmm. there's no way to prepare for it. Like it just happened. And like, if you get in a fight with somebody at their house and you know, or you get like, it's family Christmas dinner and you, you get in a fight with them and then you leave and you're all pissed off and maybe you go home and get in a car accident and you pass Me away. Too, yeah. It's going to affect your family forever. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you, I think a lot of people think that it's a good situation to just, okay, well just leave then just leave, get out, get out. And it's like thinking more deeply into that. You're telling somebody to get out that's obviously in a high emotional, like has a high emotional response to things, mm-hmm. which is probably not in their right head to like be driving or whatever decision comes afterwards. Maybe he comes home, beats his wife or something like, I don't know. Yeah. Or like smacks <laughs> his kid around. <laughs> I'm just saying like, you got to try and like, <laughs> it's okay to take a break, you know, for 20 minutes, like set a timer. In a perfect world. Yeah. Right. But like. Just a breather. Death is. To reset. Weird to me. Because it's like. Where do you go? 
You know what I mean? You literally, you'll never see that as far as the physical form. You'll never see whoever mm-hmm. it is again. So I was like, where'd they go? Yeah. You know what I mean? What is are they, they doing? Or what are, are they, they watching about? me freaking beat off in the bathroom right now? <laughs> 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 I thought about that. I bet they did be watching. You be having little demon bitches. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Shit, now they, now they know what kind of porn I watch. I know. It's not a secret no more. <laughs> really, every time you watch porn, do you like think about you like, yo, somebody gonna find out I was watching this shit one day. Incognito, <laughs> baby. Like, be like, incognito. Hey, if they want to see, I know that if I was in that position, I'd be like, all right, he about to do the business. I'm getting the <laughs> fuck well, out of here. Well, that's all good. But yeah, I mean, again, we don't know. We don't know where the place is that we go after. Yo, true. If if anywhere, which I, I don't like to think about, but so, like maybe you are reunited with your loved ones. Uh-huh. You know, it's a be- yeah, best case scenario. Or maybe like heaven is being able to give nightmares to your fucking worst enemy throughout <laughs> your life. If that's what you want, like that person that bullied you all through high school, you're like, I'm about to fuck his life up. Like every time that motherfucker closes his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That you've, you've heard that threat, right? Where it's like, you'll be a dick to sleep. me. I will fucking haunt you forever. You better hope I don't die, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that. You believe in haunting? I know Serge does. Yeah, I'm scared of that stuff. Serge got a yeah. Serge got a Ouija board above no, his bed no, right no. now. I don't. He's oh, got a, he's got say. an attic. He's got an like see that see that little attic door right there in my hallway. So Serge has got one in his bedroom. Yeah, I know his garage code. <laughs> yeah, they always joke with me. <laughs> yeah, we have a friend that she's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna one day just gonna send you a Ouija board random in in Amazon or whatever." In like, the mail, no, yeah. And it's gonna. It's be- like, don't, don't. Serge will fucking burn it down. Uh, yeah, it's like so, burn I mean, the house down. I don't you ever seen care. a ghost or a, a spirit or whatever? What do you call them? An apparition. Uh, I, I say ghost, but I, I haven't. Well, seen the one. the the professional way or the scientific way is an apparition. Mm-hmm. Um, not, like That's an a, apparition is a is like an unidentified like uh-huh. right. supernatural thing right. that you mm-hmm. see. Um, like you can say, "Well, I saw a lady, and I maybe saw a couple fe- facial features, oh, but I couldn't make out chills. who it was." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just thinking, was because I was um, thinking yes. about uh, when when I might have seen something. Uh, just like I was just like sleeping, and I woke up. And then, you know, have you heard the like fat lady syndrome? Like you can't move. You're like, you're awake and you can't really move. That's, that's, uh, sleep paralysis. Yeah. You have sleep paralysis. It just happens like very rarely. And maybe I've had it twice in my life. And then, uh, I just thought I saw something there and I was just like freaked out. And that's basically like the only time I've ever seen. And that's the voice you hear in your head now. Cause you fucking, she lives inside you now. No, don't say that. You ever think you've seen something and didn't even know it? Like. You oh, for sure, a, a bum or something, and that wasn't even like they was like a ghost. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, yeah. yeah. Didn't, I think we've talked about this before, but so in Florida, we went down to uh, it. So the story behind that is they call it the N word graveyard, and it was because what's the uh, N word? Stop! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Anyway, so it was believed to be the place that they like uh, all the plantations around at the time. That's where they buried all their slaves at. Really? Mm hmm. Where? Uh, In Spring Hill, Spring Hill, Florida. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even want to. So it's haunted. Um, 
according to everybody in town, right? And so, like, us being 18, 19 years old, we went there. Well, on our way there, we had a group full of, like, a car full of people. And uh, I was going to say kids, but I don't mean kids. That would be weird. Yeah, um, the kids. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it's not Spring Hill Cemetery either. Oh, I just put Spring Hill, Florida. Um, And so, anyway, we saw these, like, redneck looking like white kids like that were just walking on the road and i wouldn't say i mean they were dressed you know flannel and whatnot it's florida makes no sense but they were like in flannel walking they kind of looked like a little bit older school but like it wasn't that suspect right Mm -hmm. and so they said uh they're like oh are you guys going to the graveyard and we're like yeah and they were like oh well uh our car it, we were walking. We're like, do you guys need a ride? They're like, no, but our car broke down like a mile down the road, um, through one of the trails that's in the graveyard and it broke down and, um, it's, yeah, it's stuck back there, blah, blah, blah. So now we're just walking and we're like, oh, all right, cool. So we went into the graveyard, uh, by, from after leaving them and then drove down the road that they said that their car was on. And we must've went like three or four miles, And we didn't see a car. And so when we left, and this was probably like a half hour, 45 minutes. So we we left and we went to see if we could see them again to be like, were you guys fucking with us? Blah, blah, blah. They weren't anywhere. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe they were fucking with us. Maybe they didn't have their car back there. but And maybe they called somebody to come pick them up. But also maybe. They were ghosts. Those were some fucking ghosts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Heard that story when you were telling it. I was like, oh, man. <clears throat> that just was got with, the chills again. Yep. That was with, you with Terry, right? Terry, yeah. yeah. And Terry confirmed that same yeah, thing. For yeah, for sure. That's why I remember it. And I was like, oh, I just got the chills. Yeah. Have you had any? Uh, I used to think I see uh, ghosts. You were going to say kids. Well, I saw uh, a little. Weed like dead house kids? Over on 23, 21 Lexington, right up the hill. Up okay. Here. Oh, stayed yeah. in a house up there at Blue House. And, uh, I live right off I, Lexington. Uh, do you? I was sleeping. <laughs> oh, no, I live off Lennox. <laughs> Lennox. That's how scared I was. I can't even think. Yo, you had so I was scared. I was like, no. Pack a bag and be at my house. I was like, hey, man. <laughs> my but, house um, just burnt down last night. That's crazy. I was, uh, I thought I was sleeping. Okay. I was kind of, um, I couldn't move, but my eyes was open and I could hear everything going on. Dad was in the kitchen cooking and stuff like that. My sisters in the living room talking, whatever they were doing. I think I was just taking a nap or something, but. I woke up and at the foot of my bed, it was a little boy, a little white boy. He had on little cowboy jeans, cowboy boots, and he had a little uh, toy cowboy, the stick with the horse. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And he kind of just stood there for a second and looked at me and walked out. You know, I was standing, then I moved and I thought I was dreaming. But when I got up, everything was still going on in the, Uh you know, I was standing in the living room and in the kitchen and stuff. I'm like, that's crazy. And then one time I saw a lady and she had a... you could talk to Marie about this one. She chased me into my sister's room and I barricaded the, the door. door with a bunch of suitcases and stuff like that. Uh-huh. In the morning, my dad came to wake us up for school and he opened the like, You know what I'm saying? Why is the door fucking barricaded? And she uh-huh. like, I saw a ghost last night. And he ended up telling me I was born with a veil. And you could look that up and you could see, you're supposed to be able to see spirits and have premonitions and uh-huh. stuff like that. So, uh-huh. How did he know that you're born with a veil? Because it's just a thin layer of like plastic oh, on your face okay. that they have to peel off. When oh, I got you. Like I got that. you. I didn't know if he saw something through something or. Oh, no, no, no. It was a, a 
guess it was whatever they call it a bill. Yeah, whatever. So I got you. Just a, a trade one with whatever no. you're born. I definitely believe in all that. I mean, I don't know if I believe like in hell where you go where there's a bunch of demons and stuff like that, but I do believe in seeing remnants of people who used to stay on Earth. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's them or not. It could be like hologram type stuff. But yeah. So what that haunted place that's in town? What was it? The old uh, insane asylum? I didn't even know about that. Really? I'm not from here, so. No, do you know what I'm talking about? No. It's like up by the airport. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, so, you're telling. I know what you're. Getting. It's like the most haunted place. Well, so like I was wanting to like do like our own investigation and like go up there and like do a podcast. No, hard pass, hard pass. That'd be dope. For me. But, <laughs> let us know if y'all do that. Dude, I'll, I'll had, call like, in. I'll call we in. We had, like, a whole group of people that were wanting to go and, like, participate. That'd be hard. Uh, now, I guess there's, like, cameras, and it's, like, closed off, but I think Ghost Adventures went there, uh, that TV show. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, you talk to the right people in the city, it's probably possible. Yeah, hard pass for me, so... <laughs> Serge, you don't have a choice. I'm not going. It's your fucking job. You know how many Indian burial grounds you probably drilled into with your fucking job? No, they try to <laughs> they try to avoid it. They try to avoid that. It, actually, I was around. Uh, you probably got so many fucking spirits attached to your ass right now. No, don't say that. <laughs> you better go get a cleansing with some sage. Uh, yeah, let's go to church. I got some sage. Thanks. Might need it later. <laughs> But yeah, so um, we were wanting to do that. What were you going to say, Serge? I forgot. I was just going to say that I, I knew where you were taking that story and, uh, and all those people that wanted to go do that stuff. And uh, they're like, come on, Serge, come on. I was like, no, never. I never even want to do it. The, my, my biggest fear, I think, that part is like if a spirit does follow you. Yeah. And. They just, yeah, just follow you and just haunt you for a while or whatever. Well, that's like an insidious. Remember that that every picture they took of that yeah, kid, that, that the lady kept getting closer and closer mm-hmm. and closer to touching him. Yeah. And once she touched him, uh, she could possess him. Uh-huh. I'm looking at your face here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ain't seen insidious. I've seen The Conjuring, but I ain't seen oh. it. Did you see the new one? Yeah. The devil made me do it. Yep, I can't thought it was weak. It's weak. Yeah, that's what it I was saying. I couldn't even get through the whole movie because okay, cool. it was so soft. I mean, I, I I watched the whole movie. I don't like scary movies at all. So you could watch this one. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't even scary. <laughs> no, okay, not okay. at all. Which I I mean, there was like maybe two parts where I was like, okay, that was clever. You know, typical conjuring. You know, kind of yeah. stuff like uh-huh. weird eyes, uh, demon looking thing, whatever. But what was disappointing is that like it was as weak as it was and the trailer was so fantastic yeah and i hate when they do that and like maybe they're just running out like maybe they're running out of shit all i know is that like an annabelle comes home (laughs) spoiler alert if i don't know maybe i'll give up i'm just i'm just shouting it out there here's a spoiler alert everybody if you haven't seen Annabelle, Annabelle comes home by now, then fuck you. <laughs> it's been out long enough. I don't give a fuck. Okay. So, <laughs> listen. So, Annabelle comes home. They have an entire fucking room of, like, haunted shit yep. with stories behind it. Her mom got the door locked. You got, stuff, right? you got fucking, like, at least 400 movies right there. 
and there was a bunch of that shit that got like released when Annabelle got out because she was a uh, a sponge like uh, uh, she attracted things oh. and so like it doesn't make sense to me that like you can't make a good fucking next movie in your universe yeah like I don't understand that and I had a lot of hopes for it I was disappointed I won't say that it sucked it sucked uh, on a on a scare factor compared to what they usually are mm. it still had a good story. It was still interesting. I, I like. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um. It's worth watching. But sure. if it, if you're trying to watch something because you're trying to scare the shit out of your girl or like, you know, <laughs> whatever, don't watch that. That's not the right <laughs> the Conjuring one. Conjuring or Annabelle? No, the new one. The new, the new Conjuring. Conjuring. Yeah. I, Annabelle I comes home was kind of. It was kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I, I found I found like I thought it was creepy, but the new one is 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 not really that bad. It's. It's got a good story. It tells a good story, but it's more like a murder mystery movie than, like than it is a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like the horror was just kind of weak. Gotcha. Snap though. Those little boys made the old lady snap. That's what happened. What's that? In the the old lady, the little boys in that movie is what made her go crazy. In the new Conjuring. The little boys. What little boys? No, the teenagers. That was harassing her stuff. Remember, she's walking by the school. Uh, I don't. I'll probably have to watch it again See, so I can be disappointed a second though. time. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would actually probably have a better um, review based on it once I watch it the second time because I already know what I'm getting. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was actually expecting for it to be creepy in it. And it just absolutely was not. It's not creepy at all. The first one was the creepiest one. Mm-hmm. The first one gets. I could watch the first one back. It don't scare me. Like. But at, when I first watched that, I'm pretty sure I watched that by myself, and I was like, God damn, this shit is like kind of creepy. Nope. I'm sleeping with the lights on. The Nun. Yeah. So I felt like I the didn't nun think wasn't the Nun that was bad. that bad. I, didn't I watched, think, I've watched that. I didn't think The Nun was that scary either. Like, they made the Nun character scarier in... Like her little appearances that she did in the other movies where they were like leading up to the the nun movie. But like the nun as of itself was not. The Curse of La Llorona, I I didn't think it was scary, but it was good. It was a good movie. Like a weaker person would think it was scary, but like you would probably think it's scary because you're Mexican. I know, just the title guess is just like triggering. Right. (laughs) <laughs> Mario laughed. Yeah. That wasn't that wasn't meant to be a jab. Like, <laughs> right. He for real is scared of La Llorona. Like yeah. he's made to feel that way growing up as a kid. Or Kakui, that's the boogeyman in, in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So was the boogeyman like a real murderer or was it just like a, a ghost or a demon or something like that? The boogeyman? Uh for me growing up it just just a scary ghost, I guess. Yeah. Um that dude that lives under your bed. Yeah, I don't think it was any different. They just that's what they called it. Pretty much, yeah. yeah, monster, hmm. monster. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, monster. that's what they need to come out with is a kakui. I'm sure Conjuring, they got Conjuring needs to come out with a kakui. I'm sure they got so many um, titles for all that stuff. They got one. It's just called the Boogeyman. Dude, uh, have you you have seen Annabelle Comes Home? No, I've just seen the nun. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so remember when? Um, the dude that leaves the coins. Yep. And then like you walk and and it's the coins. Like if you don't have it, he'll take you to hell mm-hmm. or whatever. Where's that movie at? Cause that shit was scary. 
That was the scariest part of the whole movie where she goes into that hallway to get to get Annabelle and Annabelle's like hiding. And yeah, that was scary. That needs to be a movie. Like they're wasting they're wasting time. I watch like I get stuck in some YouTube holes uh, with these guys that like go in, uh, investigate um, haunted houses and stuff. (laughs) I think they're called like FTV or FTL or something like that. Uh Let me see. I have them on my YouTube. I just have to look real quick. FTV haunting. I don't know. Subscriptions. TFIL. That's what they're called. Oh, those dudes are weak. <laughs> Brennan Taylor does too, but it's not. It's we watched, way more well, weak. We watched a couple of uh, videos here the other day. I thought it was all right. Well, the thing that I like about FT, FTIL um, is like they buy demon boxes. Oh fuck that! So they he's like gone on eBay and bought yeah a a demon box is something that like spirits or demons get trapped into like bad ones like people trap them in there and that's how they contain the demon. And so they were like going into the most these most haunted places that they can find and they were fucking doing all these crazy things that you're not supposed to do. And then they were breaking open the demon box. And it's like pretty much if you break open a demon box, you release everything, you release everything as well as onto you. And so this dude like tempts fate every time and opens a demon box in like these super haunted places. And then they take like these, these audio things that like say random words or like whatever. And, um, like some stuff like tells them pretty much like leave now, like get out. Yeah. Like because he messes with the ghosts and like tempts them and, and like yeah, harasses them because he doesn't believe in it. Right. So how do you know if they, how do they know if they got the demon in a box or not? They don't. Yeah. That's why I'm saying he tempts fate every time. Oh, so he just, they don't, he, he yeah. just, yeah, he just buys it. And then because it says demon box and then he'll open it. And like you don't know where that shit came from. I know, yeah. You don't. You don't want this evil on you, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. (laughs) Like Like, I wouldn't do that. Now I don't necessarily believe in that, but I'm not about to tempt it. No way. Like I'm not about to tempt. How much do I believe in it? (laughs) Right. It's not worth it. Let's see. What was one of the other things that they? uh, Oh, so they went to the Conjuring house. They went actual house. The actual house and stayed the night in the actual house, and. the guy that owns the place now, um, obviously he says, you know, f- because he charges people to come and like do things at that place. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said the real story of the conjuring is that they did not get rid of the demon. So sure. in the first movie where they like, you know, happy ending, da 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 da, it's not, it's not happy ending at all. They just did that for movie purposes. Like, so I guess like, uh, Lorena or Lorraine, Lorraine and whatever his name, Rick, um, they're like stories, Ed Warren. Yeah. And Lorraine, Ed and Lorraine Warren, um, like not a lot. They didn't have a lot of success, like getting things out, like demons out and whatnot. Yeah, fuck that. 
yeah, I don't think I could do it. No way. Have you seen any uh, good movies lately? Mm, no. I watched this show called Lucifer, but that's about it. Lucifer? <laughs> I don't get it. Like, my, it's my like CSI. Likes it, yeah, like, yeah it's, I don't know. It's weird. It has some stuff in there that you could take away from it, if that makes sense. I mean, I guess. So what's the whole point? Like, what is he? Why Basically, is he? The, Lucifer's trying to convince the world that he's not the one that that destroys everything. We all have free will. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Anything happens, somebody get murdered, they blame the devil for it. Right. It's pretty much like, right. I don't make you do anything. You right. know what I'm saying? Y'all do that yourselves. So mm-hmm. I, that's what I take from it. Huh. You know what I mean? It's pretty much the devil trying to say, like, I don't have control over none of that. It's uh-huh. all free will. You know what I'm saying? Y'all have the control. I mean, I... He wants us to do, you know what I'm saying? So right. he have his, he stay in business just like everybody else. But at the same time, he's like, I'm not making you make those choices. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Have you seen uh, Constantine? Is that with uh, Keanu, Keanu Reeves? Reeves. Keanu yeah. Reeves. There's That's also a, a TV show, and it was a fantastic TV show, but it got canceled. Mm. Um, but in that movie, Constantine, they say, he, uh, Keanu Reeves says, what if I was to tell you that um, the God, God and the devil made a deal and that there would be no influence that they would let people have their own free will to do what they want. Right. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, who, whoever wins gets the soul. Like, so it's yeah. pretty much like I won't do nothing. We'll let them believe if they choose to believe. And if they don't, they don't, then you get them. But like, I have faith in mankind, like whatever. So, mm-hmm. but like, that's just crazy. And, and it's a good movie. Yeah, a lot of people so. thought it was bad, but that's good. I think if they redid it nowadays, they could make it better. Yeah. But I don't think for its time it was bad. No, it was good. And then Constantine's supposed to be like a superhero kind of guy. It's a, like a comic series as well. So It's yeah. Marvel, isn't it? I don't, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's Marvel. Mm. I feel like they should do another one. Yeah, there's a bunch of comic books on it. DC. Uh, okay, yeah, there it is. What kind of movies do you watch? Do you usually watch? You usually watch creepy stuff. Um, I like to because I like to try and find those movies that creep me out. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time I'm not. Usually it's just Insidious. Like Skeleton Key was was good. I don't. I haven't seen that one. Insidious Skeleton Key was pretty good. Um. Uh, American Horror Story has some good ones. Some, oh, some just not like so scary good stuff. ones. Yeah. Um, the newest season that I just watched, apparently it's coming back in August. They're doing another season. Um, the newest season I just watched was like Camp Redwood. And it's pretty much like Jason Voorhees kind of style. Mm-hmm. Um, like Camp Counselors and whatever else. But I actually enjoyed oh. it. it. It wasn't exactly like that, but it definitely, when you first start watching it, they make it seem like that. And then... Boom, start hitting you with like a bunch of twists. Is it on uh, Netflix? You're talking about the American Horror Story one? or Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. American it's on F- FX. FX. It's on FX, but yeah. Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Yep. Hulu has it. That's where I just watched it on. It's worth watching. I enjoy it. Have you seen any of the other seasons of American Horror Story? They're good. Yeah, it's a good series. What is the, what'd you say? Redwood or whatever? Camp Redwood. Camp, yeah. It's just Camp season Redwood. nine. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like the newest season that's yeah. on there. Um, but yeah, I usually like to watch that or like sci-fi action or, or any kind of sci-fi movies like aliens or mm-hmm. aliens. You believe in aliens? I believe in aliens. How could you not? Yeah. Yeah. 
It's evolution. You think evolution? This is the only place evolution has happened on, right? I don't believe that. You ever seen the video? It was like they said it was a talking alien or whatever uh, alien that they captured, but he was telling the lady that was interviewing him pretty much like the difference between me and you is death and evolution. Like the reason aliens exist is because we destroyed our uh, we destroyed the planet with nuclear weapons and stuff. So that's what we involved into was the aliens pretty much is what he was saying in this video. Mm-hmm. There is that movie again, Keanu Reeves shout out, man. Like you just, you're a popular guy. I, you didn't tighten it before. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Keanu, the, the day the earth stood still. So it was like this alien population was coming to ki- pretty much kill everybody off because, um, they had lost faith in, in mankind and that earth is such an important planet because of how much evolution has happened that they were going to destroy the human population because we were killing the earth off um, at like an alarming rate. And so they wanted to kill us off before we could do it. Well, then he like he's the one that's sent down to like prepare them all for death, yeah. you know, for the, like whatever. But then he ends up like developing emotion towards humans and he sees like faith in human like in mankind and so he tries to like help them but they virtually like try and strap him up and he's like and like they have him strapped in there and like interviewing him and he's like saying the only reason i'm here is because i let you have me here like you can't keep me here yeah like there's nothing you can do to hurt me and like basically and, uh, you know, I won't spoil the whole movie, but it was a pretty good. It was an interesting movie. And like nice. that is something that I feel like is definitely possible. Um, I, I I don't see why. Well, now that my brain's starting to rack up, I was going to say, like, if we could travel to other planets and there were other species there, would we kill it off? And I was like, no, we wouldn't do that. But I'm thinking like. I wouldn't do that. Right. But then what if there's like valuable resources there? We would a hundred percent. Think about what. Just like Avatar. Everybody has done to different. We invade different countries all the time. You know what I'm saying? Different places. Yeah. You almost got to talk to it like right in front of your mouth. You see how you can't really see my mouth, but you can like see my eyes. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're just going to get the most clarity out of your voice. But no, like you understand how we have taking over civilizations and right right that's why i started thinking about it we would definitely do that well and that's why sergio said avatar like that's pretty much what yeah avatars they were trying to make a deal but then like they really had no intentions of it they were going to steal everything their resource under their their main temple or whatever Mm -hmm. and they didn't care they were just gonna they were gonna try and move them they didn't respect that it was worshipped by them or anything Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, there's supposed to be another Avatar movie or a couple of them, but maybe other civilizations at other planets, if there is any, are not like us and haven't made the same mistakes. So maybe they wouldn't, they wouldn't feel that way, nope. or maybe they're worse. <laughs> like, who knows? Yeah, maybe maybe they're, they're worse, worse than us. We might be like cattle to them, right? Yeah, you never know. I just, I, you know, as many species as there are and like as much evolution that there has been, um, I just can't see somebody being that much more advanced than we are. Like maybe stronger or whatever else, but like we can fix those things. We can do all those things too, you know? So I don't know. I think we would have a good chance. I think if we didn't have a chance, something would have already been here by now. Yeah. 
But I, if aliens are real, bro, I don't think we got a chance. Well, it just depends on where they're at. Well, yeah, well, but you got to think. We're told by TV and movies that they are so much more advanced and, like, they yeah. are stronger than us. Well, the and thing, they have much more firepower and, like, weapons that we can't, that are useless. You know, our weapons are useless against them, and theirs are so much more advanced than ours. The thing is, is if they could come here, they're way more advanced than we are. That's why I was saying, like... If it's in our... If they're in our solar system, I don't know if we have anything in that's our what solar I'm saying. system. Then it'd be okay. But if they're going to different universes, or yeah, inter, interstellar, um, dude, that's a crazy movie. It's a good movie. I love those. It is yeah. such a good movie. I love all those like time or uh, mind fuck movies. Those are my favorite. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, space is continuous. Well, yeah. the thing with <laughs> what's beyond space, and can you ever hit the end? No. no. When did God give up? Who created? Who created <laughs> if it was God? God. Right. Yeah. No, who created God? And then who created the person that created God? And who created that person? And who created? Bro, how did all of it just come out of nowhere? Even mm-hmm. the creator. Like, our, I, maybe from? our minds are not advanced enough to understand the answer. Another crazy concept is time. Like uh, I just saw Tenant, and it's basically just a mind fuck movie about time. That is a crazy movie. It's good. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. It's, it's just you have to watch it. Yeah, it's time. you. you can't really explain the film without like giving it away. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it just has to do with time and then um, basically different aspects of being at the same place, but you don't know that there's another aspect going on around you that, that you have to basically commit to doing because it already happened, right? Mm. So you have... Did you... Did you know that it was going to happen or did it happen because you did it in the future at that same time? I don't know. It's just, it's hard to explain unless you've seen it. Right? It's called Tenet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has uh John David as what's uh, it on? What? Uh, it's on HBO. Okay. Uh, HBO. Max. John David is a uh, Denzel son. So John David Washington. I didn't know. Denzel had a son. Yeah. Is he as good as actors as daddy? He's, he's pretty, pretty good. good. Really? Yeah. He's John. not as good as Denzel. Yeah, Nobody but he's good. good. Right. He's good. Yeah, he's <laughs> good. Denzel. Yeah. But he yeah, he's not he's not bad at all. Yeah, he's in uh he's in he's in a couple He of was movies. really great in that the Ku Klux Klan movie. The Black Klansman. That's Denzel Black Washington's son. Yeah. I've seen the Black Klansman not yeah, know that was Denzel Washington's son. Um yeah, Black Klansman was a good movie. Let's see. He's in Ballers. Oh yeah, he's Ricky Jarrett. Ballers is a great TV show. Um yeah, Black Klansman. It's pretty much the the bigger ones. Malcolm X. Yeah, long time ago, but yeah, he's pretty good. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, check out Tenant if you like. It's like I think it's a Christopher Nolan film. Yeah. Just like Bat, yeah. like he did the Batman. He did uh, Inception. He, uh, Interstellar. I think he did as well. I'm not a super huge fan. Of, what's that guy's name right there? Which guy? Just Mercy. Oh, uh, Michael B. Jordan. I'm not a huge fan of him. A lot of people don't, don't like, like him. Michael B. Jordan. A lot of don't people don't like great. him because uh, he doesn't say that many lines in movies. In Creed, in that's Creed, the movies I like is Creed One and Creed Two by him. I, I mean, I think he he did okay, and uh, I think he did okay in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but how can you not? Yeah. Right, like I, yeah, he I went think, crazy in Black Panther. That was no, I didn't think he was. I didn't like what? it. I didn't. He like went him. off on that one. I thought I didn't like him in it. 
I didn't. I was bored. I was like, really? I just like can't take him seriously. You're crazy. The no, whole I, world will kill you. Right now <laughs> yeah. I just didn't. I didn't. I thought he did. Great. I liked the yeah, movie. I just didn't like his 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 role in it. His role in it. Killmonger. He was good, man. Hopefully they bring him back. But I also a, didn't. They doing a second one, right? Yeah, but I nobody knows what it's gonna be about because uh, oh, the main died. yeah. No. Oh no, I heard he did such a good job as Killmonger that they're gonna bring him back as a Black Panther. I don't know. But I, I, I don't I'm know the kidding. story. Oh, I don't, I'm kidding. I think <laughs> he ain't good enough to play Black Panther. I'm just, that's my opinion. It's he all was it good. Is. He was good, though. They're going to make him play. It's not like I'm saying Tom Cruise should be Black Panther. Like, <laughs> You're right. I'm just Maybe saying Tom I don't Cruise think Michael B. Be Black Panther. I'm just saying I don't think Michael B. Jordan is that great of an actor, in my personal opinion. Like Fantastic Four when he was. Uh, flame guy. Yeah, the flame Johnny guy. Storm, yeah. Yeah, like, I just. It, you got that, a bad taste in my mouth. I think right, Fantastic right Four was too early in its time because if they if they would do it now, I think they'd they do it. They have ju- done it now. No, recently they have. Twenty fifteen, man. You can't no, say I'm just like saying in seven years. Like, oh, it's it's they weren't ready they, in twenty fifteen. <laughs> well, not six really. Years later, they got this. <laughs> Come on, I mean, a lot happened in the so, year. Right? It's, it's, it's those same people, though. Like right. it's you know, it's the same people approving the the. I actually never seen this film, so it's weak. It's weak. Well, not this version. Well, look at who the main nerd is. You know, like, and he's a great <laughs> actor, but it's like, yeah. why the fuck is he missing? Stretch, right? Miles Teller, yeah, yeah. Like, why they just did not cast it very well. Now, Jamie Bell was kind of like he he did well. Uh, I enjoyed his part. He's, um, he's a pretty good actor. Isn't Kate Mara fat now? Yeah, I don't know. Am I thinking of the right person? I don't think she so. Don't she look always, fat. Yeah, <laughs> I think she always looks the same. I don't know, dude. Shooter, great movie. I mean, it's Mark Shooter. Wahlberg. Like, how do you? Okay, know yeah. Oh. Who's the dude that was in um, that Keegan Michael? Uh, which it, one? Not yet. No, 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 no. Us. He was in Us. That's it's who like the next Black dude. Panther should be. Um, oh, there's a Us too. I think it's just the oh. the way they differentiate the the film. This guy, Winston Duke. Yeah. Now see what movies he's in, and there's one with. Mark Wahlberg. Oh, he he's in uh he's that um he's also in uh, Black Panther. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah. and he's the one that fought Black Panther to be Black Panther and lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, damn. See, I knew I was onto something. He was an <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying Spencer, just based off of that and I didn't realize he, he was in it though. No, but I just based off of that, that I didn't realize that he was in Black Panther, and I was like, "Oh, he would be a good Black Panther." But he's already mean, in it. Like, but I didn't know. That's he, what I'm saying. Like, the, I have an eye for talent like that, and <laughs> fucking Jordan, Michael B. Michael, Jordan? Michael mm-hmm. B. Jordan is not that talent. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Next topic. <laughs> I I think like that's like saying Michael B. Jordan would be the good like Black Spider Man. What's his name? Who? I don't know. Childish Gambino? No, motherfucker. The new sp- the Spider-Man uh, animation that came out. Oh, He's Miles not? Morales. Miles well, Morales, yeah. That's but like that's saying, the name of the character. Right, but Michael B. Jordan would not be good Spider-Man. 
I know, but it no, should have been. Uh, hell no, and he's should've not. Been and he's not a good been, fucking comic book actor at all. He got a military movie out that's pretty cool too. I don't know the name of it. I can see that. He's in a, uh, I he's can see that. Army dude or oh. something. His wife gets killed. She's pregnant and stuff. I don't know. It's pretty dope though. I'm not saying he's a bad as a person whatsoever either. So without <laughs> remorse. Yep, that's what it is. Yeah, I just don't like him in comic book. Just Mercy was a great movie. He did a fantastic job. I really enjoyed his part in that movie. I haven't seen it. Uh, it was it was great. Um, I haven't seen a lot of his films, to be honest. You got Just Mercy is worth watching. It, it is. I didn't know he played in Space Jam for a little bit either. Right, yeah. What did he do in Space Jam? No, it's a new one. For real? Well, that's what they, that's what they oh, have. Oh, yeah, a new legacy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh no! But then it's got 1996 right mm-hmm. there. Uh, oh, okay. I see it. Yeah. What part did he play in that? He's probably just a little kid. Obviously, he's one of Michael Jordan's kids. Probably one of his sons. Yep. I know he used one of his real ones in there too, though. Mark, probably Marcus. Yep. Trophy room. Yep. Trophy room. <laughs> When's the uh, second Space Jam come out? Um, it's gonna be trash. Be soon, because LeBron is trash. <laughs> You don't like LeBron? You're not a LeBron nah, fan? I like LeBron. I respect him because he's great. At the I don't game. respect him uh, I'm just not and a, his political value. I'm of him. Like the, his political statue and the things that he tries to like. I think that he goes way out of his realm. Yeah, so supposed to come out July 16th. I think he should just dribble and shut up. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> I understand. I understand everybody coming. I understand everybody coming together for the Black Lives Matter thing, and like you know, coming together that way. But like when it comes to like some of the other stuff, it's like, dude, you just fucking play your sport, man. Like, if you want to be a politician, wait till you retire. Yeah, and don't do it while you're playing. Like you're fucking. I know a ton of people who won't buy Nike anymore because of him. Yep. Like, because he talks too. You got to leave politics out of it, bro. Like that's it. I, he, I get it He has an opinion stuff But even though He has that platform Whatever he says about politics Ain't gonna change anything It's not gonna be the same So he might no. as well Yeah He's gonna be the, He's gonna become The new governor of California When he retires Watch That'd be cool right? If he can make a change How he can make a change That whole place is fucked up <laughs> yeah. yeah It's gonna burn to the ground We're gonna well, have to rebuild it That's why everybody's leaving <laughs> <laughs> Yeah you think Cali gonna burn to the ground? Well, no. I mean, I feel like everyone that's leaving is doing something they should have done a long time ago and actually let people shower because there ain't no fucking water there. And then they can't afford that salt conversion thing. It like converts salt water into fresh water. Fresh water, yeah. yeah. Um, but Distillation, it's insanely yeah. expensive. Right. And they can't afford it. Cali ain't got the money? That's what Hollywood's at. I thought Hollywood had all the money. You well, it's just the people. You gotta got think them that, like Hollywood, New York, uh, makes the most money out of any other state in production costs, like making money off of movies going and like being filmed there. Mm-hmm. Does does Hollywood get a cut? Obviously, it goes back to there, right? Because that's where home base is for them. But they pay New York to use New York City, and New York is like the number one. I think like Seattle. They've tried to do a lot of movies in Seattle. And Seattle's like, fuck you guys. We don't mm-hmm. want that shit here. Mm. <coughs> but that also hurts the the um, economy there. Think about how much better an economy can be if you're getting, like, people are filming movies in your in your city all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You see, uh, what's his name? He used to live here. Chance Sanchez. Supposed to be filming a movie here in Casper. 
Chance, Chance Sanchez. Sanchez. I don't know who that is. Well, I uh, guess that's what we got Google for. Yep. Right it's called something, but it's based on his life here in Casper, bro. You might get Yeah, I see him. He looks like uh yep. he's yeah. right there at the top. He's I know I was just oh, gonna do the images. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting looking dude. Went to NC. He cool. Yeah. I didn't know like the story that he's gonna tell in the movie, I didn't know that's what you know what I'm saying, how his life was, but I wanna see how his life was. I can't wait till this movie comes out. Yep. And he like I said, he's it's called Zero Road. Zero Road. I'm trying to go to his wiki page. Oh, I guess he has a... I think it's going to be cool. Now, here's an article from May. Shooting a gritty drama in the hometown of Casper. Well, how's he... They're not going to recognize any of this stuff. They're going to have to throw a green screen on half the town. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because most of it changed. But it might be, it'll be, I think. I mean, if it's about Zero Road, there ain't shit out there. So There's nothing in Zero Road. I think, bro, he said, you can read it right there. Yeah, this is what it says. It's uh, like semi-autobiographical, I can't even say that word, but you know what I'm talking about. A drama about a high school senior dreaming of making it to the Ivy League. So Addicted to math. I don't know if he Go was figure. addicted to math. I mean, who man. becomes he be, drug, struggling with poverty in a household with a single parent becomes addicted to math, then becomes drug runner. <laughs> Obvious. I mean, I see this movie every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> true, <Yeah>. like true. <laughs> we know hey, a couple, pe- couple people who live this great idea to do it, and yeah. get money from it. Yeah. Oh, he's already in that in that that uh that scene though. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it started shooting last year in Montana. So already they fucked up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking write about your life in Casper. Started filming in Montana. Fuck you. Yep. <laughs> well, that's Shit, the thing. Yeah. Took a screenwriting class during senior college and decided to start filming a, a Zero Road in Montana when it should have been filmed in Casper. <laughs> sure He's been writing a movie for years, though, is what it said. I doubt his life was that interesting. <laughs> I would be right. honest with you. We gonna see. It's gonna right. go, you know what? It's gonna go. This ain't the blind side, okay? Like <laughs> <laughs> this, is some fucking meth head white kid from Castro, Wyoming, <laughs> who took a screenwriting <laughs> class in college. <laughs> like, no one gives a fuck. Bro, it's gonna be popular in Casper. That's great. It it's, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be popular crazy. here. Why make a lot of money here? Yeah, yeah. yeah Five hundred thousand people seeing the same movie. Yeah. So yeah. what is there that? At, at, at seven bucks. At seven bucks a pop. <laughs> I'm just gonna do a shout out. Go see that during the matinee <laughs> times. Don't pay full price. <laughs> Wait, or just yeah, just I'm find sure a streaming. Whoever's listening to this has probably got a fucking cousin or like <laughs> somebody, somebody that they already been living that life. Yeah. It's the same family drama every Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. Meth head turned drug runner. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Weird. Right. Yeah. Weird concept. <laughs> <laughs> what are the chances? Oh, yeah. Um, I know. Chance Sanchez. Hmm. God bless you. Mm-hmm. What else is he known <laughs> he said, for? God bless you. Uh, he he's known, I guess. Planet Water Podcast H two No H two No. Well, that's creative. Was that a movie? <laughs> no, a he's podcast, a podcast. 
I wonder if she'll hear this. You got to respect the game. Yo, he gonna start, <laughs> right. he's going to start talking shit on our podcast. That's right. <laughs> he going to put you on his movie and disrespect Planet you. Water H2 No. I, uh, oh, I think he might have just appeared on it. I don't. Oh, he's a co-host. Yeah. Okay. What's it say? Storyline. Uh, co-host to discover bottled water from around the world to realize that water is not just water. Be thirsty and get hydrated. I have watched something on this and I wouldn't be surprised if it was them. But it was a thing about water and like how water is so easily available to us and the work that people have to put in to get water where they are. That it's like insane. Um, Makes sense. Which reminds me of another movie. Um, It's got Owen Wilson in it. See if you can find it. I can't remember what it's called. He's in Space Jam too. Chance. He is, yeah. yeah. That's what they say. No, this is just. <laughs> I, know, <a> <laughs> I was just saying. Oh that. no, Owen Wilson isn't. He's in. Uh, no, he was talking about Chance. Owen Wilson's in the new. Um, He's in Loki. Loki, that's right. I still need to watch that. Yeah, so do I. Um, it's like a series on Disney Plus. French discount bliss. Not those. Not those. Keep going. Keep no escape. No escape. So this guy works for this company. He just gets hired on and then uh, moves his family to this different country. Um, and they're um, they're supposed to help these people get water. Um, but there's like way like fresh water. That's what these like bunch of workers are staying in this hotel. Um, but they, there ends up being way more to it. And then like there's a big thing against the government and like all the civilians take over and they want to kill all the Americans that are like stuck there. So he's with his wife and he's two little girls. It's a crazy movie because like, it makes you think like, yeah, when you're in a foreign country and it's like the world, it's like that country versus you. Mm -hmm. Like you just hope that you find good people that like don't hate you. Mm -hmm. But like if everyone, let's say, let's say you go to Mexico. How I wonder how many people at any time are in Mexico. Yeah. Right? At any given time. A uh-huh. hundred thousand? What? I don't know. I'm in just Mexico? throwing a number. I'm throwing out the a whole, number. The whole, like, the country? Yeah, in the whole country. Like, vacationing. <clears throat> like, at mil- one like time. Like, it's tens of millions. I Because th- Americans. Oh. I thought you were just talking about, like, population. No, at one time, how many, like, Americans do you think could be in Amer- in a Mexico at one time? I don't know. Right. So, I just, just, say I just at shot out a, a million. number. I just shot out a number, so uh, I just said 100,000. Okay. All right, but then think about the population of Mexico, and think about if Mexico finally wanted to say, you know what, fuck all your border shit that you do to us and, like, putting our families and kids in cages, we're going to turn on you motherfuckers. Like, everybody that's here, it's not safe for you. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you have to hide from literally everyone. Mm-hmm. All of them. Like, And then find your way them. back home somehow. And try and get back home. You're fucked. But that's pretty much what this movie's about. And what's it called? No Escape. No Escape. And it is... Uh, should we watch... No, we don't need to watch the trailer. <laughs> watch the trailer. No Escape. You, yeah. Oh, it's 31 seconds. We can watch the trailer. <laughs> okay. Welcome to Asia. I'm just here for work. Nothing's working. I'm loving this place. No, you're not. Yes, I am. There's some mystery. There's a little suspense. Sleep fell. Did you Fox. Go back to your rooms. There's a war going on out there. We gotta keep putting 10 steps between us and them. You're gonna jump first. Then I'm gonna throw the kids over. No way. 
rated R. Now playing. Okay. Did I catch your mind? Mm. Did I catch your eye? That's crazy. Yeah, it's cool. It looks cool. Dude, it's worth watching. And like, it literally does. When you watch it, you're like, fuck, what if that was me? Like, think about how many times you've done Mexico. Mm-hmm. They ain't going to trust you. <laughs> I don't care if you can speak Spanish or not. Yeah. White people speak Spanish too. You yeah. look Asian as fuck. They're going to kill you. Right. Like, I'll just like, I'll just find refugee with my family. So uh, hopefully they've got bunkers and shit. Well, I'll just blend in. <laughs> blend in with them? Yeah. We're all Asian. Oh, well, put your, mm, you got some American twang in your Spanish. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I heard you speak Spanish. Yeah. I got Mexican ants. (laughs) You got Mexican ants? I do, yeah. Like real authentic Mexican ants? Authentic, yeah. So their parents came here. They, I believe they have visas. I don't think they live, I don't think they're citizens yet. Or maybe Mm. they have by now, I don't know. But uh, now yeah, what if the and they like barely speak any podcast, and they don't have any no. They're <laughs> they're legal. Oh, they're legal. <laughs> yeah. They're legal. Allegedly, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess that is. I don't know for for a fact, but well, they don't even know who you're talking about. So well, so worry. well, so when I was explaining, like, about, you asked about the av- avalanche game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so my uncle, the same one that yeah, I'm back talking to about. What we were talking about in the beginning, like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, but <laughs> how the fuck did we even get off topic from that? Anyway, you went to like scary movies and oh, ghosts. Yeah. And sh- yeah. Anyways, so he owned Reeling all. Reeling it back. He owned all of these um, uh, Popeyes chains. Yeah. yeah. When oh, we got started talking about Pepsi Center. No, it's not uh, Pepsi Center. Yeah, That's yeah, where yeah, we got on track. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so th- he uh, he had like deals with them, and then like they had Popeyes and Pepsi Center and stuff like that, and then he because he owned it would get um, season tickets. And he had season tickets with the Avs, the Nuggets. Broncos, the Nuggets, and the Rockies. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I, I went to several, several games. Um, I sat at one point in the championship seating um, where back in that day, it was probably about twelve grand a ticket. Um, and that's where all the alumni go. Um, and there's like a huge, like grade a buffet like mm-hmm. expensive um there's a boxer it's a it's a it's a huge like it's almost like its own level oh but it's, okay i mean it's like Clo- yeah it's closed you. off yeah um and then, yeah there's a shit ton of security to get mm-hmm. get to get there um uh, because all like i said all the alumni right um so that was cool but yeah i've, I've been to a, a ton of games nice sat in a lot of boxes and stuff like that it's you a hockey Very guy? Fortunate. Nah. You just you I'm, just hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. I think it's good. What do you think about the Jokic call? What you mean? <laughs> did you watch did you watch the series? Yeah, what do you Against, mean? Against uh, Phoenix? Uh, when he hit dude. Yeah, game four. Did you think that was, was a double? Four. Did you huh? think did you think that was a double? Should he got tossed for it's that? a flagrant yeah, two. Yeah, he did it on purpose because he didn't want they didn't want to go out like that, so they was gonna do something. No, but I'm, you think Jokic hit him on purpose? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He oh, said yeah. he, he hit him said on purpose for sure. He said he did on purpose, so he wanted to change the game or change the momentum. Bro, they was getting their ass beat, bro. So it's either get your ass beat or not fight. But you know what I'm saying? At least showing, okay, mm-hmm. I'm finna hit you in your mouth if you're gonna come in here for another layup when you're already beating us by thirty points. Yeah, sad. That makes sense. Right. I don't think he. I think he did it um, aggressively. 
Like, oh, if it happens, it happens. But I don't. No, he said I he said he, he tried to it. do it on purpose so he could change the game or the momentum. Did he? Yeah. Okay. He did it on purpose. I mean, you sure he didn't say I was trying to get the steal uh, to, to change I'll the momentum? Like, <laughs> not like I was trying to take this dude out the game. Yeah, he, he was taking the wrong one out. He should have went for CP3. I broke his little ankles. Like, that dude was. Right. He runs the offense. He was tearing him up, but now he hurt too. <clears throat> he is hurt. Why couldn't he do that game too with us? That was the thing is that the Nuggets, they just couldn't keep up. How come the Broncos and the Nuggets do that? They go through the whole season killing everything, bro. And then when the Broncos haven't go, done it in years. <clears throat> they, they've just been straight trash from the beginning. <laughs> For like the last five years since Peyton left. <laughs> oh, they're just dog shit. Dude, Deshaun Watson, I guess. Uh, there's somebody that used to play for the Broncos who's like good friends with Watson. Mm-hmm. They went to college together. And uh, he said that Watson said, yo, tell them I want to come play for Denver. Like, I don't know how his like rape case and all those things are going. Or if they not call it rape anymore, what do they call it? We call it assault, S- sexual assault. Yeah. Sexual assault what's it. what's wrong with rape? Like, why do we have to say it like nicer? What's wrong with the word rape? Or like yeah, the word. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is it wrong the rape business? Yo, <laughs> so, if I ever get famous, someone's gonna listen to this podcast and they're gonna edit out everything that I said and be like, "What's wrong with rape?" <laughs> That's when you'll get canceled. That's when I get canceled. Yeah, no, but but what's wrong? I'm just curious. I haven't heard it. Yeah. So I'm, I guess I'm unwoke to that situation. I mean, apparently, it's too aggressive. It's just like, but isn't that the point? Like, like it should be. Well, homosexuality, bro. You got to be careful what you say nowadays, too. It's just right. the wordplay. Well, I, I think, yeah, you got to be PC. Yeah, it's yeah. wordplay, bro. That's yeah. All it is. Well, I forget what comedian said it. It's super funny when they're saying like, "How many more letters of the alphabet are they gonna take from us?" <laughs> yeah, it's like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I think it was Dave Chappelle that said that. <laughs> I think it was Dave Chappelle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not even gonna get into right, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's why we just get crazy, off that topic. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna go crazy. Hey, that was a good joke. I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's just a good joke. Did come in from your my spare mind. time if you yeah, want to check that funny. out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were still laughing. Yeah. It's funny. I guess I just don't get how. Okay, so. We already on topic, so we're gonna get into yeah, it then. Not yeah, into it. I'm just gonna. So we are getting He's into it. Speak his piece. Okay, so <sighs> lesbian, gay, queer, bisexual, a- transgender, and LGB. They got the, they got the bisexual, T, 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 transsexual. T, transsexual. They got the plus at the end. What's like, the difference between like a plus? Which plus is just everything. What's else? the difference between queer and gay? It, I think it's. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Why do they have all that just to say gay? Like, it's all gay. Because it sounds cool. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of it's gay. Like, the LGBT, that whole thing, and right. whatever gay means. I'm well, no, because you can you can be transgender and still like women. Yeah. So, yeah, you, just that's where, like, the, so, I guess the different letters come in, but. So you could be a transgender. I still don't get it. Right. It's weird, right? Like, I get it, but I mean, I guess guess the best thing about about it is that, like, we don't need to worry about it. (laughs) It doesn't doesn't really affect us. It it doesn't, yeah. It doesn't bother me at all, so. Yeah, like, I don't really put a whole lot of thought into it. I think they got courage, bro. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I think they got the most in the world well, as far as not caring what other people think. Well, think oh, about, like, to. how high the suicide rates were, like, just back because, then. yeah, back in the day. And I'm, I'm sure they're still, like, not great, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it has improved because it's becoming more acceptable to come out. Yeah. And, like, be who you are or who you feel that you are or uh-huh. whatever you feel like and, like, not have to bury it and not have to marry you know some fat white chick that you're not attracted to and have eight kids with her because you really like dudes that hits home because that's i think that's what happened to to my friend's dad no shit yeah because he was married uh to somebody and then uh to to my buddy's uh mom or whatever they had two kids um basically like whenever he was the youngest son, and whenever we graduated high school, that's like when their their dad came out to them. Yeah, so it was just pretty rough because obviously the mom didn't know or anything. So, and I don't, I don't really want to tell the story, but um, I guess I will now that. I well, yeah, you already opened up the can of worms. It's just very weird because, um, what. So during like our graduation, we had like a dinner or something. And then uh, one of my good friends, he was there. And then his mom was like pretty sad or crying or whatever. And then they're asking if if this person's dad was going to come. And he's like, no, he he's just doing his own thing now. He just like kind of just like came out to us or whatever. I guess he's just been holding it in like his whole life, I guess. He, nobody really knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Then he came out to them as gay and stuff like that. And kind of just shook up their their whole family and stuff like that that's wild bro that yeah. didn't affect stuff like that because it shouldn't you know what i mean mm-hmm. well it's, if you're living with it that long and i don't know like how old he is now but at that point in time he was probably like early 50s or so so to be holding it in for that long and and then now finally being well i guess my kids are grown now that um that I could live my own life and, and not really take too much care of them because they're they're eighteen or or older now. So yeah, yeah. You think homosexuality can be taught? If that makes sense. I, I or do I, you think people? I think are you're born, really with, born it, with it. Yeah, I I agree with that as well. Yeah. Um, I I do think that like there's probably, um. There there are like 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 cults. You know, like a cult, mm-hmm. you know, how like they can program people's mind and like. What do you mean? So how they like people in cults. Oh, cult. Yeah. Cult. I was thinking of cult as a horse. No, a cult. As I was like the Sorry, Indian. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's my toy. Uh, that's my, I was like, that's my toy. about horses or Indian. No. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Peyton Manning. What? Cult. Cult. A cult. How do yes. I, cult. And the, I'm trying with the, with the U, <laughs> yeah, with the U, yeah. But like, no, like you can you can kind of brainwash like program people. Yeah, and yeah, brainwash yeah. people. So maybe I mean, but like, would those people ever feel right if they weren't? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think so. I think like you can't program somebody to be something that they already are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, even if somebody like isn't, you know, it's kind of like labeling. Like mm-hmm. if a kid grows up his whole life and he's like getting told by his parents, hey, you're a piece of shit, 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 you're a disappointment, you're a disappointment, you're a disappointment. 
that kid can grow up and just kind of start like turning in himself into like a self sabotager and never try anything. He'll never feel like he'll ever be good at something because you've now, he's now like associated himself with something he's been told his whole life. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's an echo. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's, that's crazy. Wasn't there that, that chick? Oh, she was also on Joe Rogan. Um, where she was, uh, in a cult, like a sex cult from like a kid. She was like molested and sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. And like she ended up getting out somehow. And like that was like a big thing on Joe Rogan. It was actually like pretty crazy. The the stuff that she had to talk about, like hearing that story. Pretty wild. Let's look it up. We should look it up. <laughs> Joe Rogan sex cult. Sorry for my history. <laughs> <laughs> He says all culture. Oh, that's Joey Diaz. That's that's not the wrong, the right one. It's probably gonna take some digging. So, well, I gotta go get a beer real quick. So, I'll pause it. No, I think we're good. Yes, figure out something else to talk about. Um, Jordan, when I get in. Do you listen to any other 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 podcasts or anything other motivational stuff that you suggest people listen to? Uh, Trent Shelton for sure. That's what I listen to for for the most part. Mm -hmm. What's Um, uh, what's that about? Uh, it's pretty much the same thing. He uh, his main thing is it all begins with you. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty much the same thing. I believe in too is that uh, everything that happens in life. It's pretty much your perception on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and he's one of the people that I watched that got me into the whole, you know, love yourself. And, right. You know what I'm saying? Love thy neighbor in a sense. Mm-hmm. That's because most times if you don't like something about somebody, it's because it's something that you see. That's what in yourself yourself. that you want to change insecurity that you see in someone else. It has nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It also, it's all about perspective. So, for the most part, I just watch myself. Sometimes, what's I the, read books a lot too. What's the biggest message that has rang home for you from being from um, listening to motivational speakers or or realizing it yourself? Uh, the biggest message for me mm-hmm. is uh, time. You know what I mean. Everything comes in due time. You can't okay. you can't rush anything, and and everything's meant to happen. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Perfect time and things like that. So I used to get in the habit of being in a rush to have stuff or, you know what I'm saying, looking at someone else's life and comparing my life to that. And mm-hmm. after a while, I just realized that what's for me is for me. And like I said, about the whole death thing, at the end of the day, none of it matters. You True. know, it don't matter if you got $10 in your pocket or a million dollars. You can't take it with not, you. Yeah, and if you're not happy inside, then, then you know what I mean? What, what's the point of having money? True. What's the point in having all these nice things when you're still depressed and stuff like that? So mm-hmm. my biggest message was just being happy with yourself and who you are and going through the world, doing the things that you want to do and not worrying about what everybody else thinks. Mm-hmm. So that's like a question that I would want to ask is what's, what's your outlook on money? What's my outlook on money? It comes and it go, bro. I mean, do you feel like money can make you happy? Uh, money can play a big part in making you happy. If you're already happy. Once you have sense. it. Yep. No, you got to be happy before you get it. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. As long as money doesn't change you, yeah, of course it can make you happy. You can travel the world. You can see different things because it takes money to do stuff like that. But 
if you're not happy before you get the money, you're not going to be happy with it, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, what that about makes you, sense. Holden? What do you think about it? I don't think money makes people happy. Nope, it doesn't. Things make people happy. To have money to buy those things make them happy. Mm-hmm. But it's like attempting to buy your happiness. Nope. Yeah. Just you know trying to saying? fill a void or something, yeah. But after you get like a, say like a new car or something, you're going to be super excited, especially if it's, it's not long lived. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, after a week or two, you're like, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's just, a car. Yeah. just a car. You know what yeah. I'm saying? This is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else like it, but you're like, it's whatever. Hard, yeah, yeah. It's, it's what I ride around in. Well, like, know. it's pretty. Yeah. I would say like, usually you could tell if somebody's happy based on how they take care of the stuff that they do have. Yeah. So if, you know, there are a lot of people that you can see that have money, um, they can buy a bunch of shit with all of their money, yeah. but then not take care of it because it doesn't mean nothing to them because it just shows that they bought that to try and fill a void. Mm-hmm. And when that didn't work, just they weren't happy with it. They yeah. just let it go. I seen that with a kid and I won't say his name and he's a super good dude, but, uh, he got some, uh, sort of settlement. Not a lot, um, mm-hmm. but got a settlement. I think maybe like half a million or something or maybe a million, um, which isn't a lot these days. And it wasn't a lot 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, it, it was probably more, but <clears throat> he made like a lot of weird like car purchases. Like he bought a car for me. It was like my uh, Infinity G20 mm-hmm. um, that my mom had passed down to me as like my first car. And like I wanted a new car and... It was a nice car. There wasn't nothing wrong with it, but I wanted like a fast car, you know, because mm-hmm. everyone that I hung out with was like street racers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But so <clears throat> I like sold that to him. Um, and then it for like just for purpose of the story, like eight grand or something like that. And next thing you know, like I see it like a month later and like the roof's all caved in and there's like scratches all over it. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck did you do to this? <laughs> like, did you roll it? Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, I bought a weight set and then, like, put it on top of the roof. Oh, what? I was like, you could have went and got a U-Haul truck for, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. And put it in there and you wouldn't have fucked this $10,000 car up. Like, I, I just couldn't believe it. Well, and it gets worse. <laughs> so then he bought this house for, like, 200 grand. Lived in it for, I think, about six months and then sold it to somebody for like 75 cents because he just didn't want it anymore. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Where was I when he said <laughs> right? <75 Yeah>. cents? <laughs> I don't even like know how you do that. Right. Right. But like, I mean, it just and then, and then there's other things, too. Right. But like he would throw lots of parties and then like buy all the alcohol for it and then like like let people fucking punch trash, holes in his uh, walls and trash his house yeah. and it didn't make any sense because like a lot of us would be like why don't you fucking throw those people out yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> like don't let it. but then he would never fix it and so he would just, just live in up. this like trashed house but so like as we were talking about like does money like it make people happy you know like i think people try and make it make them happy and then again like related to the story when it didn't make him happy mm-hmm. he didn't give a fuck about it and he just mm-hmm. let it go like sold a house for 75 cents yeah. It was like after like you set a goal and then you're like, um, but once you obtain that goal, then what's next? You mm-hmm. don't, you don't, we don't ever like make, you know what I'm saying? Plans for what happens after you get to that goal. So if your goal is not to, okay, well, after I get here, then I'll be happy. Even that in itself is, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? A, a weird way to look at life. Like you can't wait till you get to a certain 
destination in order to be happy you got to be that now yeah you you hear those people be like oh i want to do this in five years ten years whatever then they get that goal and it's like what's next yep and that's why they go crazy because they have no idea what to do because that was the only thing that they had intended for right Right. you know what i'm saying i don't know i feel bad because i don't have i really don't have goals like that I'm just going with the flow. How are you supposed to go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plans don't always work right. out. Man. Well, Serge, like, if you could, like, give yourself an idea of where you'd like to be in five years, like, I don't know, man. You got no idea? Well, not right now. What I'd like to, like, be married and stuff like that, but it's not looking like that you right step now. step that Tinder game up there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. You could get married. Just don't. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't marry the wrong one. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. No, because yeah. then you about you ain't about to have that bank account no more. Right? No. <clears throat> uh, mm-hmm. My grandma would always tell me like, watch out for all those gold diggers and stuff like that. Yeah, a prenup. Yeah, she's probably oh. saying that when you were like six. That's no. like programmed in your head because she knew you were gonna have money. You're a fucking <laughs> smart kid. No, she she told me that like I guess right when I got out of college, and then she just kept saying it. Oh. I was, like, was telling you the truth. Yeah. Hot girl summer coming up. I'll be looking. I'll be looking. Hot girl summer hitting June. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking. Like, it's butt naked hot outside. <laughs> right, <bro. yeah. laughs> we got to hit the lake then. Yo, all them girls are super happy because they're like, shit, we got two more months to hustle. <laughs> two more. <laughs> for sure. We got five months of D handcuffs. Yeah, D handcuffs. They all gonna be in jail by August. (laughs) (laughs) No, see what it is is they meet those dudes that like don't give a fuck, right? And then like, then winter comes, and then the dudes like, oh, I can't, I can't go to the lake no more. Da da da. da. And the girls like, well, I don't know, but okay. And then she be bailing his ass out of jail constantly (laughs) till summer comes, and he's banging her friends. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if that's gonna be a chance in the movie. <laughs> Alcova, right? That's the sequel. That's the sequel. Yeah. The sequel. It, see, the that's the thing is like it wasn't. Whose son was that? Whose son was it that came up with the hot girl summer? Uh, it was uh, white. I know who did white boy summer. Tom Hanks. Son. Yeah, they, Tom Hanks. Son. He did white boy summer. Was it white boy yeah. summer? <laughs> oh, okay. Chet Chet Hanks. I was gonna say it was probably this motherfucker that came up with the white girl summer thing. That's crazy. Oh my gosh, I'm not. I'm like, I'll probably watch the movie, but I'm. I like have zero interest in seeing it. What's his fucking name? Which what some Dirty Sanchez? Oh, Chance Sanchez. <laughs> Dirty Sanchez. Chance Sanchez. Chance Sanchez. You're gonna watch it just because you're gonna be like, it's gonna be like, you're interested. However, right. however, I will say, I because I, I know, free. I know, I'll no. watch it. And when I watch it, if I change, if I have changed my fucking opinion on it, I will change my opinion and Let I'll give, know. I'll give a fair, mm-hmm. fair review about it. He could be the next. So far, there. it's not looking right? good. Yeah. So far, it's not looking good. <laughs> it just sounds like the everyday life in Casper. It sounds like, much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we all at least know 10 people like that. They're in our phones right now. We see him on Snapchat. That's why he's <laughs> shooting me here. Because he got the most meth heads. So he like, right. I ain't got to go nowhere but Casper. Right. I don't even got to cast you. I'll pay you. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. They're going to go to Casper College and hit up some of these college kids. <laughs> just find like the meth out looking one. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, he's doing meth to stay up and study. Yeah. That's <laughs> crazy. I'm trying to I was trying to read some of this 
Bing. We're, on, we're on live or what? We were. Whoa. Gotcha. Trying to find the the question. I want to mute it. There we go. Oh, we only got eight views. This is a bad time because everyone's. <laughs> it was well, yeah. That's another thing too with marketing, bro. There's like certain points, like the highest level when people, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying certain people. All right, certain times, yeah. And yeah. right now on a Friday, nine o'clock is not a good time. No, <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot Fuck of things. Up. Yeah. Well, then they got uh, CNFR going on, dude. I so do we were went we were wanting CNFR. Yeah, I mean. I rode a bull once, and uh, that was about as close to anything rodeo I ever need to do. <laughs> I can did imagine. How'd that go? Uh, a real bull? A How real long bull? did you stay on? Uh, Like three seconds. Yeah. That shit ain't fucking easy. Like no, those, no. those people do it. They develop they a lot of technique. Flash. Yeah. They develop a lot of technique. But so um, we... We it was when I was in Teen Challenges, like I was talking about earlier. So we did get to do fun things, right? Mm-hmm. Like we did fun things, but so in my life, I can say I wrote, wrote a bull. But like, yeah, it's fucking scary. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it's scary. And, and that bull could kill you too. Oh, 100 percent. Oh yeah, we had to we had to sign waivers, waivers mm-hmm. like, uh, and Teen Challenge, and then we they they got parental, um. Approval, so some kids didn't get like their parents yeah. were like, "Fuck no, I don't want my right. kid on a bull." Yeah, so <clears throat> I did ride. Um, I think it was like three seconds. Um, but you know, I live in I lived in a suburban town, fucking thirty five minutes north from Tampa. Mm-hmm. So, like, no, I'm 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 not a fucking cowboy at all. Yeah, yeah. I had some buddies who ran with the bulls. You probably know uh, Eric Slit. Brandon Douglas, all those dudes. Uh-uh. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out. That would be like, an, <laughs> yeah. that would be interesting to yeah. like. They win a big Do they live here? Yeah, they do. They do. Dude, we should like try and get them on and talk about like their <clears throat> trip, like their experience of running with the bull. Oh, in Spain. Yeah. Nice. I, I've like wanted to, I've thought about it, but mm-hmm. um, I also don't want to fucking die. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it if I'm being blunt, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, but it does sound like, oh, if if you make it, like that's some cool shit to talk about. Obviously, they all made it back. Yep. Oh yeah, they, they didn't die. Nobody yeah. got impaled. Yeah. Hell no, because you know what would happen? Like, if I went with Sergio, this is what would happen. Sergio sign up for the race. He'd be there. <laughs> they go, all right, go, and Sergio runs straight to the right. Yeah. <laughs> so just hop a fence right to the left. I'm gonna just and hop a fence and he'll be gone. Yeah. It's like, hey, I did no, it. No. Oh, see, they need crazy. they need actual commitment. They need to put fucking chain link fence with barbed wire at the top. Like, no, you gotta bail. You, when you gotta <laughs> that's bail, that's how you die. Yeah, that's how people you die. die or you get impaled, man. What do you think the the odds of our uh, us getting that going down Second Street are? With the bull, <laughs> zero. I don't know. It, it is. Depends. It is. Oh, wait, actually, it's not, yeah, it it's not depends. zero. It's not zero. Yeah, it is Wyoming. So yeah, super depends. Uh, what I want to do one day is I want to get on a boat. In the middle of the ocean, man, like the biggest whale underneath that boat, just to see what that feel like. A whale? Mm-hmm. It's fucking scary. Yeah. I I uh, have see you never went like. whale watching before? No. Like, I don't know. well, fuck, man, I don't know. Well, I, I wish. Just, I want to go whale watching. I would used to be told that was like white people shit. <laughs> just like hiking and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. diving. Like now, I'm like, <laughs> the older I get, I'm like, no, that's fun. That's not white <laughs> people like that. It's cool. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we did go... Uh, in Mexico once we went in Cabo um, 
blue. I think it was blue whale. Yeah, blue it was whales like, are huge. It's like blue whale and humpback whale watching, um, in the Pacific. Yeah, the biggest whale is a blue whale. Yeah, uh, it could weigh up to four hundred thousand pounds. Oh my god! Bro. It, it might have just been humpback. I I could be wrong. It could have just been humpback whales. See, there's a humpback right there. <laughs> this this picture is fucking right. crazy. <laughs> so you really want that? No, I don't want it to have it, but I do want to be in that position, though. But, <laughs> but so this picture is basically a blue whale coming out of water, and then they put a boat on, on top like, of it. like on his chest, right. for scale. That yeah. shit is hilarious, right? So, but that's what I'm trying to say is like, uh, it is scary, and that is something like, yeah, because the whale can um, breach mm-hmm. and hit the boat and it will destroy oh, that 100%. boat. Like even the boats that you're like watching the whales with, they they no, you're fucking, you're going down. Did you hear about the dude that was, uh, and I can't swim diving, good, diving so. for crabs. You can't swim. <laughs> I'm not that good. Oh, no, you've been wearing arm floaties and a fucking <laughs> life jacket. <laughs> That's crazy. You're going to have SpongeBob arm floaties on. <laughs> yep. Let's see. Serge is looking at YouTube right now. Uh, did you hear about the diver that was like hunting, hunting for crabs in Florida? I think it was Florida. And uh, got ate it, by a fucking whale. Mm-mm. Yeah, he got That's ate crazy. by a whale. And then the whale spit him out. Mm-hmm. No bullshit. That just happened like last week. But yeah, the, the whale ate him and spit him out. He chewed him up and spit him no, out. No, they don't chew. They swallow things whole. They have no need to chew. And then spilled, spit him back out? It spit him out, yeah. Probably just tasted it. Could, it, could, it could spit him out. Probably just ate him on accident. Yeah. Because when they open their mouth, all water, it's like a suction. And it sucks you in. So, so it, he probably didn't do it on dude purpose. Obviously, dude died though, right? No, he got out. He, he was injured. Oh, he had four days injuries. ago. There it is. Let's see. Humpback whale swallows lobster diver before spitting him out. Diver says he was in the whale's mouth for 30 seconds. That would be that terrifying, bro. What that mouth do? That's just crazy. 45 feet. He was 45 feet down. Coastal waters, Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. So you still want a whale to swim under your fucking boat? (laughs) Just swim. That's it. Not and they don't chew. Now that I know, it won't even hurt if they put their mouth on me. Well, no, you got to think about the force (laughs) of water, like slamming you into the whale's mouth. Like it's yeah, basically they they just come up. Yeah, yeah. it's just like a it's like a great white shark. It goes under and it just like opens his mouth and tries to eat all the fish up top. But yeah, these these guys are straight crazy. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary to be in the water with them when you're looking because I mean they they could they they're not trying to hurt you purposely, right? Um, humpback, that's a humpback. So that it is said that if you get near their young, like they they can breach on top of the boat because they don't want you near mm. near their young. It's only natural. Uh, when I was in South Carolina, this is something super cool. Oh, see that you're. F- Oh Boom. yeah, God. That's, and that's probably what happened. Look at all the water; just sucked Clap. all of that in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they do. Um, but like houseboats, like people will buy dock space, and you you virtually you rent the dock space, and you pay rent on it, um, and then you like live on this boat. Hmm. That's what I want to do. 
That's what I would like to do. Boats and hoes. Like retire. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like you. Even if, like, even if I'm like married or whatever, <laughs> like I don't want to live in a house my whole life. Like I, yeah. I could definitely see myself being like a like a RV or or mm, you know my camper, camper that's sitting yeah. out there like just dragging around and park at different places and see see everything in the United States. Yeah, I mean, cool. got the map right there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> How come you don't got the picture in Wyoming? Yeah, ain't got, ain't been we haven't Wyoming had together. like no, we just don't have like you'd want it to be a good one, like a landmark. Oh yeah, like Yellowstone or something. Right. Not just like a rando. Right. Friday night picture. Yeah, like <laughs> at gaslight. Like that's not cool. Yeah. Uh we took some we were just in Florida, um, and we took we took one in Florida. Um uh, we wanted to try and get one in, in front of the universal ball. Mm. You know, the world, the globe. Mm-hmm. But it was just so hot out, and like we had been waiting in line all day, and then I just like didn't feel like There's talking. There's a lot to of anyone. people too. Well, and people to are pretty. Picture. People are pretty cool. Like you can ask anybody, and they'll probably say yes. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's made to be a happy place and make people happy. Um, but yeah, we just we didn't do it, and uh, <clears throat> we go back next month. So we'll just oh, just take another picture. Then. Yeah, we'll just take another picture, and um, then the kids will be there. So yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. Well, shit. What do you think? You close it out. You got anything else you want to talk about? No, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Unicorn Chaser on YouTube. Yeah. Unicorn Chaser. Go subscribe. YouTube. Yeah. You have I not? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh well, I'm sorry. No, no, I didn't. Should (laughs) have subscribed whenever you're on the channel. But yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to make sure you subscribe to us. Yep, for yeah. sure, bro. You got to send me the um. Yeah, send, I'll send you all the link. It on Facebook. Well, yeah, so I'll tag you once we're on Facebook and stuff, and we'll get you in. Bro. Yeah, we'll send a link to Anchor, Spotify, and then they have all the. Uh, you can find us at Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, and some other offshoot ones, but uh, it's pretty cool. But yeah. yeah, no, we need to start doing this again. It's been a while. I know we got to get on the reg. So I'll talk to. Uh, I'd say we try and get Oil City going, so yeah, I'll keep you guys been, updated. Yeah, yeah, I'll we keep said the page we were gonna updated. have them a while ago, and I, that's that was my fault because of work and stuff. But hopefully, we could get them back on if they if they. It seems like they're mad. still interested. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, all right, man. Well, Mario Harris, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks. thanks. Here we close. Peace yeah. out, guys. Peace. It's fun.